listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Miss. What it do? What they want from me? What they want from me and all my niggas dope? Rally North Cat, Rolanda, we knocking down the door. East Coast and Southern Flow, whenever I feel it's dope. Never no point in imitating, I was thinking y'all should know. I grew up watching them Chevys bending corners, awesome glow. Candy painting, leather seats, and wood grain finishing all the doors. And Jordan's on pretty women, bad girls, Lord knows. Cookouts on the block was about equivalent to award shows. Now I see that coming, oh, enemies build rapport, so. When they see me, it won't make them feel it all in they torso Even though they should, cause nothing changed But the numbers on my door, so If you think them better with me, you foreclose Young King, let's jump Ready for war, my sword shows Back to back, platinum plaques on my wall And my dreams, how my decor go After that, back to rap, with all of my cream And my reward, though I'ma be reinvesting, pay attention Needs is lessons from a king, bro One for me and all my niggas, though. All we thinking is get that dough. That was what they taught us. That's all we know. If you throwing hands, understand you better not hit that blow. Pocket full of cash in your pants, you better not let that show. If you pride your intellect, then I suggest that you let that glow. Cause in the world we living in, if you suppress it, you will not blow. Don't be called Michael. Resemble my mental when sentences leave my dental. So you be stuck with my pencils, mementos, because I'm passionate. Lot as well. Something you never should try to sell. They often do, but when you be imitating. Homie, I can tell we call it crew Women with Gucci, Louis D, or and Chanel Always gaining interest in us Guess we good investments Well, how could you blame them? No, it's suspected though Where did I change the flow and game them? No, I got it perfected That's any lane I go Only hang with kings Very few in this world But I know I'm worthy of my title If you may not know I am a knight that walk and cycle that thought King of my jungle, just a gangster stalk to live a life like a fire, like a quick as my fuse. The dead in the dead pack of devils I choose. Red or blue, robber key, it just don't matter. Suckers die for your life when the shotgun spatters. Cover the gangs in LA will never die. Boom, boom. Just multiply colors. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house, uh, on a Sunday morning, uh, football Sunday. And, uh, you know, we're talking to a couple of people that you should know from the show if, um, you, you, you've been listening long enough and, uh, possibly their own podcast if you were uh, alive long enough. Um, it's, it's the homies Rob and Key from the atypical, well, I guess now defunct atypicals, uh, sports show. Um, and I gotta be the phone. Uh, cause, I don't know. Uh, why do it gotta be the phone? Yeah, I, 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 that's, I, I, that's what we asking y'all. That's what we asking y'all. It's been what? Two years? We, we wonder what happened to you. Yeah, but y'all can do it now if y'all want to, man. Yeah. Hey, um, first of all, welcome to the Atypical Sports Show with your host, Rob, Rod, and our girl, Karen. So, it's been a long time. You Thank God that Rod hollered at us because we would we've always talked about coming back on the show, you know. And my boy Keith right here, 
And you know, he's, he's back with that 2013 interview right now. So uh, it's good to be back, man. <laughs> it's good to have y'all back. Yes, man. it is. We oh, miss y'all. Man, it's, it's so much stuff that has happened in the sports world where I was like, I wonder what Rob and Key would think about this. But I know y'all out here living that life in these streets trying man trying to be responsible adults not like us yeah we are not responsible niggas go be fathers to their children care of their kids. can you believe and, that bullshit yeah nah, son we ain't got time for that yeah uh, i'm gonna go get a job me to why what's a job ever done for you you ain't lying brother you ain't lying <laughs> but you know what man what i think about like I have to really kind of set this set the stage for what really goes on in the life of Rob and Key right now because Rob, it's me, I, I don't have a TV and I've not had a television in my house for seven months. What? So, yes, yes. So my, my sports game and my knowledge takes are even better now, and the reason why is because. I don't be listening to bullshit on ESPN all the time, and niggas uh, talk about other niggas cornballs. I, I don't hear that stuff in a week. Well, I'm, so, I, I'm sorry to bring you back into the game, brother, but we need yeah. yo, we need you to, to to hear all this bullshit that's going on. Oh, I'm gonna listen. Okay. Oh, I got something to say. I just don't have to hear it Monday through Friday. Hey, hey, Key, we getting a little bit of an echo from your um laptop. I don't know if y'all are, like too close together or what, but um. Either like you gotta turn your mic down or you gotta get away from Rob a little bit further. But yeah, when, that's what's gonna happen. Okay, cool, cool. Um, but uh, so so you don't have a TV. Um, but I have a TV. I mean, because I have to have the kids watch movies or I might right. kill somebody. But I, <laughs> I have but we just don't have like cable. You know what I mean? Right. And regular TV because I figure. If I'm gonna watch sports, I- I'm gonna go on the weekends and do it anyway. Plus, right. it's a semi excuse to get out the house. You know, I'm working. You know, get out the house. Hey, I can't watch it here, baby. I gotta go. So that's more the premise behind it. So it's just not a distraction during the week. But I still see plenty of sports on the weekends. It's just that I'm just not influenced. By the uh, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, that sounds better. No more echo. Um, the other thing too, man. Um, since since you're not, you know watching sports coverage but you say you're still going out on the weekends or watching sports um is your sports watching experience better because you're not you know like it's just more pure like this is what's going on in the game um, not even a question dude and I, i'm gonna be real like i'm i've probably been more successful in betting on sports by just watch let my eye just look at like oh that nigga's whack oh he good <laughs> right. hey, Instead of me waiting to see on Monday and be like, oh, did your opinions change? I just look at basketball for what it is. I could look at one half of the Lakers and see they ain't going to win it. I don't need to watch them every day of the week to see that they ain't going to win it. Right. And I can just use my 40-year-old sports knowledge of a nigga who just watched sports all the time. So it has created a better view of it. And I can understand. I could just, to me, kind of creates clarity. And I don't have much. I don't have any more filters by watching TV. I just watch for what I see. And, I'm, and I just make a judgment based on that. So yeah, that's like that's what uh, that's kind of what fantasy football did for me with the NFL. Like, I haven't thought the Eagles would win the championship in like a decade. Like, <laughs> right? I just thought once I started seeing all the teams and looking at stats, I was like, oh no, Mm-mm, we right. we not that we good. We're not gonna make it. Mm-mm. Like, we will fuck right. this up. Right. Um. <laughs> now I gotta ask Key, man. Like, Key, you watching sports, man? What you been up to, bro? Man, you know I, I have been watching sports a little bit. You know, basketball is my favorite sport. <laughs> 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 so I mean, you know, football, 
basketball. U of A, you know what I'm saying? We represented last night twofold, so I'm really watching my teams. I'm kind of opposite of you. Like, I used to be on that fantasy world where I'd watch everything. Mm. Now I'm more zeroing in on teams that I like. So I'm watching more of my U of A squads. Arizona, for y'all who, who don't recognize U of A, it ain't University of Alabama mm. or Albany State or something like that. We talk about Arizona. Um, the real U of A. The real. And also, like I said, I'm peeping out my Bears. I'm peeping out the Cardinals. I don't know why we still watching that terrible mess. But, you know, I, it's, it's, it's a little bit more streamlined instead of being so uh, way out there. So now are you on the kind of opposite sports spectrum where you're not realistic about your teams because if I noticed when I was only watching my local teams, I used to not see any reason we should ever lose. Like I just be like, nigga, we good, we the best, and I don't understand. And the people be like, yo, man, I'm telling you, uh, the 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 D line for the uh, Cowboys pretty good. I be like, man, fuck the Cowboys. I don't need to watch that shit. We gonna kill them, and then we you get beat like by forty. Local sports radio station. That's how I used to feel though when I only watched just the Eagles. So I'm so do you have that effect now, Keith? Where you be like the Bears gonna win the Super Bowl and shit? No, I'm so pessimistic, man. Like I, I, I only celebrate, but I never get sad when we lose. Mm. So I'm straight up bandwagon. Like, yo, if we suck, I tell everybody we suck. I bet against my squad. Yeah, okay, like okay. Insurance for your soul. Like, See, yeah, we lose, you win. Insurance but if you win, soul. then you're already happy. So it's already good. And, and, also, I, can, and I can attest to that. Uh, this nigga bet against me having children. So. Uh, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> it's, it's, it's real pessimistic, for real. Yeah, we, now, we had a pregnancy test thing out there, like, and if we having those lots, it'd be like positive. I'd be like, yeah, oh, damn. I'm happy for you, <laughs> but I lost. Cheering on a white um result. Anyway, but uh, go ahead. Now who? But uh, who won the bet uh, about the children? Because last time I checked, uh, Rob had eighteen kids. So well. He, he took four of them due to the fact that since I ain't got no TV, four kids left my black ass. Uh, <laughs> so, key on four of them, I got 14 now, nigga. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. That's not Play bad. Key is a nanny now, so that's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a mammy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know how kids are. Kids like, no TV, no Nickelodeon. Fuck this, dad. I'm out. <laughs> You know, in my head, uh, in my head, I still imagine y'all getting together every week, uh, two times a week and talking sports, but just not recording. Me too. So like, how, how often do y'all like hook up and talk and hang out, man? Uh, man, we, man, we, me and Key text approximately about seven to 15 times a day, um, talking some stuff that probably get us arrested Mm. and, we uh talk. We probably hook up every once every week. If there's a big U of A thing, we were supposed to watch the U of A game last night, but this nigga bailed on me. Um and typical. Uh, so I watched it at the sports bar by myself, but mm. I was still good with it. And uh, but we do once a week, man, because we. I mean, we got a lot of stuff in common and, and stuff when it comes to sports. So I mean, it's just an outlet for us on a weekend. So yeah, that's how it be. Uh, it's funny you said that, Rod, because actually, man, we, we do probably hook up, like you said, once a week, and we have conversations that are very atypical sports show-esque, and we yes. look at each other and say, damn, that would have been tight on the show, huh? <laughs> and like, yeah, that would have been tight. And second fold, we actually, like, I don't, I know you know, because you was always there from the beginning, where me and Rob would actually be battling, fighting on air. Mm-hmm. And then we would close our laptops and still be mad at each other because the way we talk to each other on the air and shit. Yeah. But now, we don't even do that no more. It's like, realistically, the last two years, me and Rob probably been the closest we ever been without this show, which is kind of weird if you think about it. Yeah, it is kind of weird. 
but it's but it's cool. But like that's why I think that um, you know why the desire of the show is always still there because I know it's not like I mean there's brothers I mean everybody out there who has a buddy you know you be talking some shit like all you be like laughing like that shit is funny and so just, me and Key just known each other for so long so we just know how to talk crazy and so that's why the show is atypical and um yeah I mean we always talk about that like he said man he was like you know hey man that would have been funny on the show I mean there's so much shit that we I mean we could bring it up for days but you know we just have to be on the podcast right now y'all ever think about uh bringing it back or any, anything like that yeah, oh. we're doing it right now. Actually, we're going to interview you. We're going to be our producer. And we can just, you know, it'll be like both of our shows, but it'll be on your show. <laughs> well, speaking of producers, man, what happened to producer Mike, man? He's still knocking oh. niggas out or getting knocked out. Uh, oh, man. Uh, um, Mike, um, <laughs> convict. <laughs> Hold up, Mike. Mike in jail, man. Only way to go. Wow. <laughs> hey, he's probably on those prison lunchroom beating the hell out them t- them tables. <laughs> he like producing a sports show in prison and shit. <laughs> Dominoes with four niggas right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, like somewhere, somewhere in prison, it's just some niggas sitting around the cafeteria table. Like, welcome back uh, to the Convictical Sports Show. Yes, uh, I'm your host Shank, and this is my boy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we talking about the stripes, the black and white stripes versus the blue and black stripes. Who's gonna win today, guys? We gonna go over top ten ways to kill a nigga with a toothpick. All right. <laughs> The only way he's still alive is he's played the atypical sports show five times a day. <laughs> <laughs> they be like, you know what, man? He do know some brothers. Um, to the people that didn't listen to the last show we was on, they need to know, which makes this story even crazier, is producer Mike is a white dude from suburbia Chicago. Like, everybody's thinking, like, we black, he black, he in prison, he definitely black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he white. Guess the race. I was shocked on Guess, that one. Damn, I should have played Guess the Race on producer Mike. <laughs> he's, he's uh, and then the, the dude that um knocked producer Mike out. What was his name again? Man, I forgot. Doug. Doug. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh wait, Doug got knocked out by producer Mike, right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Doug. Producer Mike might be the biggest. Producer Mike might be the most nigga nigga I know. <laughs> <laughs> In all the negative ways. Hey, so what um. <laughs> So what's up with Doug, man? Y'all talk to him at all anymore? Man, okay. <laughs> Sorry, we make it up to you. <laughs> okay, so uh, my homeboy LB, best friend from Washington, just came in town last week, and you know we all grew up together, Doug and everything. So I ain't seen this fool like at all, mm-hmm. man. But he told me a story that Doug was outside of a casino. Like my boy LB is like one of professional like poker player, and he was out. And you know somebody, you know how niggas asking and Doug ain't a nigga, but. He has nigga tendencies. Right. You know how niggas ask you for money and they already owe you money? Oh so, my. Th- this, my boy LB said that Doug was asking for money and already owed him money. So that was the last thing I heard of Doug. And he's up to watching. I don't know. Uh, I, hopefully he doesn't listen to this show because he might come over and try to shank me. So, um, <laughs> that's all I know. Man, y'all, y'all hang out with some thug ass white dudes, man. <laughs> I know, right? I see why. Yeah, we keep it real. We keep it real. Yeah, I, I see. Um, well, I guess we uh, get found out about that, man. Now, um, but I feel like today is a celebration of having y'all back on the air, talking to us live, and having um, 
you know so getting ready to talk some sports a lot of people have been asking asking us to talk sports and i was like um this ain't a sports show but you know we'll get people on who love sports yeah but you know if we get some people on that that like talking about sports you know i don't mind talking to them about it uh but i want to celebrate first with uh, a nagasaki bomb uh karen you have your egg nagasaki ready all right let's uh let's do these real quick Mm. It's fucking delicious. Ah. I wish y'all could see my face right now. It's the most disgusting sounding delicious drink in the world, dude. Oh, yes, I it dare, is. I triple dog dare you to not like it. It's delicious. Uh, I, I'm not tripping on that. My jaw is dropped at it's 10.27 a.m. For real. Oh, yeah. Well, this is how we do, man. Um, that's the Black Guy Tips. The Black Guy Who's Tipsy by 11 o'clock. Yep. <laughs> um, all right, man. So let's talk some sports, man, because, um, like I said, it's been too far. It's been too long. And, um, basically, I just want to, I just want to ask a bunch. I just want to bring up a bunch of topics and get y'all's opinion. Uh, I, I'm reminded of this song right here. I, I was watching this last night. Telephone ring and you wanna chat. Well, sit on down and tell me what's up with that. Ooh, wee. What's up with that? What up with that? Robin Key. What up with that? What up with that? All right, let's find out what's up with that, man. First of all, half bank Motown singer made that stuff. <laughs> you up. never seen that clip? That's Keenan from Saturday Night Live. That's, <laughs> okay, that's, a, that's one of the best recurring skits on that. <laughs> I'm shit. about to say because he's singing hard. Sam Jackson was on there last night and um fucked around and um said fuck and bullshit on live TV. So I believe that won't be seeing him on national TV on NBC anymore. Um, where is Kale? Yeah, where it, you know what? I do know where Kale is. Where? Karen and I watched a, a movie on Netflix, one of those straight to DVD yes. streaming mo- movies, and uh, Kel was trying to be like his own version of Martin, kind of like mm-hmm. doing a bunch of slapstick comedy with like C-list comedians from the West Coast. It, man, it was really bad. It was terrible. Damn, I felt so sad for him. I was like, man, Keenan, come save your boy, man. And Can- the funny thing about it is, Kel was funnier than Keenan. I know. I feel like people don't remember, man. I watched Good Burger and I was like, "Yes, damn, yeah, man, this dude a star." And no, yes. I was wrong. So. But, but Keenan, but it helps to be fat and black in Hollywood, though. That's a good point, especially if you are willing to sing and put on that. Oh you know. yeah, you wouldn't dress like a woman, nigga. You can have a job forever. <laughs> yes, you can, sir. <laughs> yeah, you fat, black, and wear a wig. Ask Martin and Cedric, nigga. Them, them, you can live forever in Hollywood. And the thing is, I think Keenan is funny. I, it just. It, it grew over time. I don't think he was yes. funny then. Yeah, no, he's he was funny now. It's like he matured into what he yes. is now. Yeah. yeah, they gave him a chance, though. Bottom line, they gave him a chance. Right, to be I, funnier, you know. And I think Kel can be funnier. I feel like I'm Kel's uncle or something. I'm all emotional <laughs> and shit. <laughs> oh, Kel t- can do it just like Kenny can. <laughs> Give him a chance, man. <laughs> Oh, um, uh, what, what Keenan did was he he studied the Saturday Night Live Eddie Murphy sound like a black man voice. Mm. Hey, you know we always you, you, you go up the octave and you're angry. Like like I, he's funny, but it's all. Uh, I feel like I'm hating on him, but I guess I am. It's yeah. all like 
like there's a technique he borrowed from other people basically it's not original yeah I, I mean i would say that's everybody that's doing comedy is derivative of somebody else i mean like i said when i watched kel i was like oh he's stealing a lot from martin but mm-hmm. you know it's it's the ability to kind of make it your own because like his his al sharpton Keenan's al sharpton is it's good spot on, that is funny you that know, is funny. It, and it's hard in the context of a skit show to, to hit it every time because they kind of ask you to do a lot on Saturday Night Live. It's, it's weird how, like, they'll just come up with a skit and be like, all right, we only got one black dude. Uh, Keenan, you going to be Tiger Woods. <laughs> it's like, damn, nigga, I got to do everything. Like, I, I don't do I don't have a Tiger Woods character. Like, <laughs> y'all just going to put me in a golf, a golf outfit hey. and hold some clubs and be like, I'm Tiger Woods. <laughs> Yep. So it's a, it's a lot they asking them brothers on there. That's real. That is so real though. Cause uh, I, I can't imagine them trying to be like, all right, Kel, play some Al Sharpton. Although now that I said it, I do want to see Kel do Al Sharpton. Yeah. <laughs> just just see what happens. He come up with. Let him grow. Right. He might, he might be able to do it. Yeah. I don't know. All right, hit be Cornell West. Be somebody. Um, <laughs> all right. So um, the first thing I gotta ask, man, and I was, we we talked about this earlier on the show last week, but. But I want to get y'all's opinion on it because to me, this sounds like something that um, Rob would have said on a typical sports show as a joke. But it made national TV, man. Have y'all heard about Rob Parker's comments about RG3? Yes. All right, I'm going to yep. play the clip for the people that haven't heard it. Just give it one second to load up. Ooh, we. Why this clip taking so long? Why this clip taking so long? Let me refresh this one one more time. Try to make me look bad in front of everybody's computer. Is that what we're doing now? I paid for you on credit. Hey, I bet you. Hey, I bet you, Rob, can do that. Do the whole thing spot on. Rob, here we go. Parker, real quick. I got. I got it. Here we go. Serious topic, though, folks. Seriously, what does this say about RG three? <clears throat> this is this is an interesting topic, but but for me personally, just me, mm-hmm. I have this throws up a red flag when I keep hearing, and I don't know who's asking the questions, but we've heard a couple of times now of a black guy kind of distancing himself away <clears throat> from black people. Okay, I understand the whole uh, story of I just want to be the best. Nobody's out on the field saying to themselves. I want to be the best black quarterback. You're just playing football, right? You just want to be the best. You want to throw the most touchdowns and, and, and have the most yards and win the most games. Nobody is doing that. But time and time we've kept, we keep hearing this, so it just makes me wonder deeper about him. And I talked to some people down in Washington, D.C., and my, my question, honest, friends of, yours, right? friends of mine, right, who are around in, in some of the press conferences, people I've known for a long time. But... My question, which is just a straight, honest question, is he a brother or is he a cornball brother? Which what does means, that mean? Yeah, explain that. Well, he, he's not really. Okay, he's black. He kind of does the thing. but he- Hold up. <clears throat> Wait a minute. <laughs> That's what? Now, see, the, the phrase cornball brother was exactly what I was like, yo, Rob would have said that. Like as a joke, like is he a cornball brother or a real brother? But, but as a as a joke. But this is yeah, actually on ESPN on national TV, yeah, man. Yeah, um, with no jokes with this. Also, it's never good as a black man when you bring up something about race and everyone uh, asks you to repeat yourself. What? 
Oh, hell no. And everybody asks you, what does it mean? You in trouble. <laughs> didn't all three of them say it? Can you play it? How would you play it? Didn't all three of them say it at the same time? Yeah. I'll yeah. replay. That, that's when you know you in trouble. Because they'd right. be like, look, clarify yourself. <laughs> Please do it again. All right, I'm about to replay this. I talked to some people down in Washington, D.C. And my, my question, For honest, friends of, yours, right? friends of mine, yeah. right? Who were around in, in some of the press conferences, people I've known for a long time. But my question, which is just a straight, honest question, is he a brother or is he a cornball brother? Which what does that mean? Yeah, explain. <laughs> <laughs> they was, you know what? Hey, y'all, when they asked him that, they was literally giving him a chance to, like, back down and retreat, like, right. like say, all right, uh, um, I didn't mean cornball. Let me rephrase that. But he was like, nah, fuck that. I, this is what I mean. They was like, oh, okay. You know what's beautiful is everyone knows what he means. Everybody <laughs> but, does. You know what? But they was, because they was like, look, it's like, do you not, it, it was like the white people way of saying, do you not know cameras is on you? <laughs> right. You know, we're not having no casual conversation with just us. What does that mean? Uh, but yeah, I, that's my favorite part of that clip. Well, second favorite. I'm gonna play some more because it's actually some some more funny shit that happened that we didn't really go into last time. Well, he he's not really okay. He's black. He kind of does the thing, but he's not really down with the cause. He's not one of us. First of all, what is the thing that you do when you black? Kinda. What is that? I don't know. He's black. He kind of does the thing. Yeah, he may he he he's the. The um, be all of what's black, the definition yeah. of it. You okay. do the black thing, you know. So now I'll be doing the black thing outside. Yeah, black. I, I do the blackity black thing. Right. Black, 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 black thing. Mm-hmm. So I, you're down with the cause. <laughs> when was the last time a nigga said cause? Anyway, what was the last time we had a cause? Like, I'm trying to figure out what cause. Like, I feel like I was watching the Mac, like the positive version. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what the cause is either. What I'm, cause? Nigga, what are you talking about? That made me have to be like, am I down with the cause? Cause I, hey, I, oh, I, I know. No, no, I, I didn't get no email. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't go to the meeting. I didn't yeah, get the invite. I, I didn't see the flare when they had that meeting. I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, so, I had an afro? Yeah, send a brother an evite uh, next time, Rob. I, I want to at least know about it. Um, but yeah, that was, that was definitely a what's up with that moment. Um, uh, but yeah, that's still funnier shit to go. He's kind of black. He's in the, but, but he's not really like the guy you really want to hang out with because he's off to something. Why else. is that your question? Well, because that's just how I, I want to find out about him. I don't, I don't know because I keep hearing these things. We all know he has a white fiance, and it was all this talk about he's a Republican, which I. Now hold up, how are you gonna oh, use that wow. against him, man? Because ah! everybody knows black man, white woman, black baby. That's we we learned that for years. Like, so I don't see how that makes him less black because he's dating a white woman. That 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 to me that's that's neither here nor there. But no, he went not. there. Well, he did say Republican. Yeah, no, that's true. That's too. Not, but that's not that doesn't mean a difference either. Right. I, 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 to me, man, it, it, I, I feel like I've not I've not heard like I've read this, but mm-hmm. it's different hearing it and seeing hearing it. And I'll tell you this: he had plenty of opportunity. To clean up what he said. Yes, he yep. did, sir. So, uh, he ain't got... He hung I, I, himself. I mean, just hearing it, now I hear it this way. I mean, he's crazy. Really, this nigga from Detroit is kind of crazy because he didn't have some other drama. But he he is crazy to even think to say that. 
right. about some other brother on national TV because that's black on black crime. That's not against that's against the cause. Right. And, he, and you know, if being on TV, he has had that happen to him before. Like any black person in any type of uh, media, mainstream media has been black checked. So it's like he should know. Yeah. That that's some just some off limit shit, but yes, it is. He went there, but, man. Here's the thing. I mean, you got a podcast. Me and Rob had podcasts before the show started. He had a brilliant idea. Like, damn, I'm about to shock the world, and it's gonna come out <laughs> this way. You know what I'm saying? I think he thought it was gonna come out a certain way, but when they said, "What do you mean?" <laughs> it threw him off. Like he start, he, he didn't know how to ask Response, the question. Yes. That it, it, there was a way he could have asked it. That it would have been a controversy, but we would have known what he would have meant. I think he was just flustered once they said, what do you mean? And then he started saying, uh, white woman, Republican, uh, <laughs> I want to help you out with him. Uh, he got you know, challenged. He don't like chicken. Like, what you about? <laughs> who's up to something? He don't like chicken. <laughs> you don't like chicken. I saw him watch Roots and then cheer when the white guy slapped Kuta. <laughs> this nigga probably don't even smoke weed. He don't use cocoa butter when he asks you. I don't know. Oh. Yeah, he already like takes care of his kids that ain't even born. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the idea. Like uh, in my head, uh, I have a competing idea that uh, I think is hilarious. Is that um, they went over all this stuff in like the warm up for the show, and everybody pretended to be understanding and see where he was coming from. <laughs> and then when they went live, they was like, "Well, what do you mean by that?" And he's like, "What." Uh, y'all didn't ask me for no follow-up during the the walkthrough it's like nah now you on tv bro see this thing is messed up because that should have been his walk-off you just can't be that that's like that's what you just leave so you don't get no questions asked and you'd be like hey he's a corny brother and now we're going to commercial (laughs) (laughs) walk off i'm done last line of the show (laughs) yeah you can't do this at at 9 23 when you still got 45 minutes of air to fill you gotta do this shit at 9 57 and just go all right let's get the commercial all right got some more to play there's no there's no information at all i'm just trying to dig deeper into why he has an issue because we did find out with tiger woods tiger woods was like i don't want to don't i got black skin but don't call me black. so people got a little wondered about tiger woods early what, on about him what do your rg3's braids say to you now, that- now uh <laughs> Hey, the line of the week last show was the eight mile braids. <laughs> I don't know who said that. Yeah, it was uh, Dig Game saying he had future eight mile braids. <laughs> Michael, uh, uh, what's that dude's name? Whatever his name is that played Future. Makai Fiber. Makai Fiber, yeah. Hold on, you guys. There's a call from RG3's braids. They're on the phone. Hi, um, I'm RG3's braids. Oh, we wondering why we weren't drafted by the Green Bay Packers. Gary, <laughs> <laughs> um, all of our kids are over there. Why do you compare us to other black braids and never white people braids? My braids, um, like white girls. Um, <laughs> Man, um, what's, what's funny though is, um, I thought the follow up question there was gonna be something completely different. And he went to, what does his brain say to you? It was like, well, since we're talking about skin color, what does that nappy kinky hair say to you that we don't understand? Tell us, my brother, since you represent all blackness on ESPN right now. I was so sure that the follow up question was gonna be, well, Tiger Woods' mother is 
is uh Ty. So you Dude, know that is the funniest <laughs> line I've ever heard in my life. What does RG 3s braids say? And, and, y'all know what? I, I think the reverse happened to them. When he responded, it was like, Oh shit, now we got to have a follow up question. Um, um ask him about his hair. I feel like they just going, Let's see what else we can get this nigga to say. Yes. Like, what does flaring nostrils say. <laughs> yes. What do you think about him having a job as a black man? Does <laughs> Does that black of him to even have a job? That that seems that seems rare. Yeah, you would know, Rob. Elaborate. All right, next uh, more clip. To me, that's very urban mm-hmm. and makes you feel like I think he would have a clean cut if he was more straight lace or not. Like uh, wearing braids is you're a, you're a brother. You're a brother. Cause you got braids. Oh. <laughs> I'm so confused. I'm so Pro- producer, so he- had a clean cut. His ass is in prison. <laughs> I don't know what to believe anymore. I'm so confused. I don't understand it now. So he's he went full circle, and now he's a brother. I guess he's a brother now. He, I guess he got stumped with his own nigga that logic. Race, that race <laughs> fucked him up. That race <laughs> fucked him up. He, he did not have a response for him. He had, oh, I forgot he had braids. He had I only envisioned that for like a ball and a, and a goatee. He, had a, he he envisioned him with the uh the Simon uh Phoenix haircut from Demolition Man. And uh it turns out that the brother had braids. Completely got him fucked up his checklist. And why did he say he had an issue? Did you y'all notice that in the last in the last skit? No, nah, I didn't notice it uh at, at the last skit, man, but um I guess his is RG three said he doesn't have to be defined by being black. And, and that's true. And uh, he and he Rob is saying he has an issue with that. Like, nah, nigga, you got to be defined by being you, black. You know what? He, <laughs> How he, dare he, you? He, he watched too much Son of Anarchy and thought he was one of the black brothers that they be bringing up on that show. Nah, he got a beard. He can't be. Oh my bad. Um. All right, let me play some more of this clip. This is so good. But Stephen A, what's your take on this? <laughs> well, first of all, <laughs> let me. That. Side is remember I told y'all that the other far is my second favorite. That's cause this far is my first favorite. Stephen A sighs for a good four seconds before saying anything, dude. Uh, he's never done that. No. And, and, and he's like the main Mr. William Roger said, I'm like, he's like the main person that talks about race more than anybody else. Yeah. And the thing is that for him to sigh, that sigh was like, brother, you fucked up. He's like, I hate to see a black man lose his, his job, job in front of me. Yes, I lost mine, nigga. You about to lose yours. I know what this feels like. From a man that actually said nigga on first take twice. Twice. <laughs> Two times. Nigga on first take twice. And even this this would have been the third time. That's what that sign meant. Yeah, he was like, wait a minute, I can't say nigga. It was like Stephen A, what do you have to say about it? Nigga. <laughs> he, he be doing those sub niggas like like he do that nigga under his voice like <laughs> Karen had it right. Nigga. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 so I guess I missed the boats. Stephen A. Smith said nigga on Twice, yeah, Two twice. Times. Uh, he denied it both times. Yes, but, he did. Uh, anybody I kept rewinding it and rewinding it. Yeah, and he said it. <laughs> and he said it. I, I rewind that shit like the uh, like that the table John uh, John F. Kennedy getting assassinated. <laughs> and, and then also, uh, I know he said it because both times he was he said it in the phrase "nigga, please." So ain't no <laughs> oh, ain't did. no escape from that. He did None. that. He's like he's like what? N- n- 
nigga, please. Uh, now listen, this is what I'm trying to say. I was like, uh, nah, bruh. I know what that means. I've been in enough barbershops and basketball courts to know that sound. You ain't even got to finish them syllables. You said nigga, please. Alright, let me see if, uh, see what Stephen A had to say. Or not, like, uh, Willie Braids is, you're, you're a brother. You're a brother. Because you got braids on. Uh, Stephen A, what's your take on this? Well, first of all, let me say this. I'm uncomfortable uh, with where we just went. RG3, the ethnicity, the color of his fiance, is none of our business. It's irrelevant. He can live his life any way he chooses. Uh, the braids that he has in his hair, that's his business. That's his life. He can live no life. I, I, I mean, I don't judge someone's blackness based on those kind of things. I just don't do that. I, I'm not I'm not that kind of guy. Uh, what I would say to you is that the comments that he made are fairly predictable. I think it's something that he may feel, but it's also a concerted effort to compete to appease the masses to some degree, which I'm finding relatively irritating because I don't believe that the, 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 the black athlete uh, has any responsibility whatsoever to have to do such things. Let me say this clearly. There is absolutely, I don't know of anybody who goes into something trying to be the best black anything. But, so we understand that, that's a given. But I do think it's important to acknowledge a level of pride and a level, and, and, and a feeling of a level of accomplishment for being somebody who happens to be of African-American American descent, who competes and achieves and accomplishes things on this level, while also bringing attention to some degree anyway, to the proud and the proudness and pride that they feel being black because they're allowing themselves to be a reminder to those who preceded them, who worked so hard, accomplished and achieved so much. But okay, I gotta stop right here. This is the most reasonable thing yes, I have ever sir. heard Stephen A. say. Yes, sir. Yes, I, I sir. God, I think I actually might listen to Stephen A. Smith. I, I was in church right now. Thank God it's Sunday morning because yeah. was, that was the most intelligent thing. And and I and you know what? Here's the deal. On all seriousness, I know what it's like to be in situations where you want to speak really fast because you want to get your point across. The most difficult thing to do in a situation <laughs> where it's heated is to actually breathe, mm. relax. And then think about what you were going to say. And I respect the fact that he did because he explained it and was able to tie a bow on it, separate himself from that situation. Yes. And, and put it in clarity. So he won in many different ways that way. And at least he spoke intelligently on, a, on, an, on an unintelligent topic by yeah. Rob Parker. You know what? He basically say. That side was like, nigga, you're going to get fired. Okay, let me clear it out to be sure that I'm not going to get fired, too, since I'm the only other brother on here with you. And to be honest, he sort of hit on the topic that Rob was trying to hit on, but it was much more elegant and yes, less heavy-handed. <clears throat> and it kind of was like, get it got to the point of, look, man, we don't want him to think there's anything wrong with being a, considered a black quarterback. But we also understand that in his mind, you just want to be the best quarterback of all quarterbacks. It has nothing to do with color. 
your race, but don't don't mess, make the mistake of disassociating yourself from your race also. So I, I right. get it. And that was so much easier to say when you take your time to just being like, he got dreads, but he also vote Republican. I don't get it. Right. And speaking of speak patterns, like if Rob Parker would have actually channeled some of his Chris Parker and talked like Harris one, it would have sounded so much different. Like he would have said, if he was a corny, is he a brother or a cornball brother? You know, like Harris one would have just, he would have said it in such a pace that you would have been like, that nigga's smart. And it had a beat in the background. It, it a mesmerized you. And he would have been yelling at you too. Is, Don't is forget that. He's a Republican because he has a white fiance. <laughs> Hmm. I always feel like Karis one yelling at me, man. Yes. I, I can't listen to Karis one. I'll be feeling like he's a physical trainer or some shit. Like I need to get my life together. I'm gonna run him out today. Karis one, the physical trainer of Miss Harmony. That's what he should have did. <laughs> hey, 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 no, but Karis, he can tap on his t- temple with his finger harder than any Negro in the world, though. <laughs> you must think. is that Rob Parker homeless or Rob Parker not having a job I just thought I'd do the right thing when Mookie that's that brother right there he does look like him dog he can can go down that road real quick yeah I just I I mean he's unstable anybody I just gotta look at it logically people anybody who says something like that is illogical right I, 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 I consider myself logical and and pretty self-sufficient when it comes to thinking logically okay mm-hmm. if you think to say something like that to me i just put you in the category that something's a little off and right. that's real that's how i feel yeah i hit him on twitter and asked uh <laughs> is being unemployed uh you know is that gonna make him a cornball brother or a real brother <laughs> 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 so <laughs> i also i also did a fake retweet of him and it was like it's like you, they ain't caught me stealing no boxes i was like you got fired on your day off smoky and uh ah! <laughs> so i was i was fucking with rob he was keeping it real uh another dude that kept it real yesterday this is not a clip this is just real, on, real. this week we talked about it before but i wanted to get y'all's opinion on it um especially uh rob i know you have a, a son who's you know really good at sports at least one that we know of i know you probably got seven sons that's good at sports but the one that you talk about um the most uh and is he is he in college yet or getting recruited by colleges anybody looking at him yet well, he's actually got a baseball and football scholarship to Adams State in Colorado. Okay, okay, cool. He's, he's a redshirting this year right now, so this is his freshman year. He's redshirting. He'll be playing baseball, and uh, yeah, man, he's doing really good. Excited, uh, saved me eighty thousand dollars, and I can't say it can't be happier, man. Hell yeah, dog. Rob, Rob's son is a cornball brother. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? Don't we all want a cornball brother as opposed to Rob's version of uh, Rob Parker's version of the real brother? Yeah, it's like I don't really want. Like if my son was a quarterback for all the the nation to see, I actually don't want him being some black revolutionary ass nigga that's gonna be on the streets in two weeks because when they find an excuse to be like, we gotta get him off our TV. He's uh, I don't want Cam, I don't want my son Cam Newton. I want my son RG three. <laughs> right? Your son might be RG. How do we know he's not your son? Really? You know what? Honestly, that nigga, I, I almost texted him and said, hey, nigga, um, what's your uncle's name? Because cause that nigga do look like I got some RG3 sweatsuits. <laughs> Um, so Tommy Tuberville, I don't know if y'all heard about this, but, um, he was on a recruiting dinner 
you know, taking the recruits out and, you know, chatting them up, all that shit, giving them some steak, whatever. And um, he got that call in the middle of dinner that said, hey, man, this Cincinnati job, they, they, they want you. So he just left the dinner and didn't finish eating dinner with the recruits. Didn't come back. Didn't go to the next day. They had a tour of the campus. He didn't show up. Um, he just said peace, man. Um, so I was wondering, like, what do y'all think about that? Would you let your son play for uh, Tommy Tuberville? Um. Well, that sounds really stereotypical that he would just leave kids by themselves. That sounds very interesting. Um, but, <laughs> um, I won't go racial with that, but I, I wouldn't let any, honestly, really, if my son went there and he's, I, I probably wouldn't. I mean, I, let's say if I didn't have a better option, yes, mm. I would let him play. But I, believe me, I look for any better option. Well, I don't, I'm confused. So he was sitting at dinner. Right. And he just bounces. So like he, he yep. didn't say, Hey man, I, I got to go to the bathroom or my wife's calling me. I'll talk to you later. He just left. Yeah. He just excused himself. No, he said he was going to the bathroom, but he excused, <laughs> he excused himself and then he just never came back, dude. They said, um, the waitress went out, brought our food out. We thought Tuberville went to the bathroom, but he never came back to dinner. Next thing I know, the next day he made an announcement he's going to Cincinnati. What? I respect You say you respect the key? Yeah, here's the thing. What is he supposed to do? Sit there and just lie to him? Or he should have said, I'm getting a new job. I don't know what he's supposed to do, really. I, I guess he ain't supposed to just walk up and leave. But there <laughs> I was about is to say, <laughs> I, I like how you you turned it immediately into an ultimatum of like two extremes. Like you either leave during the middle of fucking dinner, or you st- or you stay and you stay coaching at that team. <laughs> I, I put myself in that situation. Like I wouldn't know how to lie to those kids. Like, do you still just recruit them? Like, yeah, this is a great campus. Like he had his spill ready to spill to them. I guess once he know he ain't he don't got to do that to him. What else he got to say to him? Man, personally, I, go I, finish I, I, dinner. By respect, I would have lied to them kids. I would right. lie my black ass off. I would say, listen, I just got a call. That was my wife. She's tripping. <laughs> hey, Texas Tech is a great university, and, and, and tomorrow I just figured I got to go do some shit tomorrow. But I just sign on that bottom line and. But hit me up. I'll, I'll talk to you on Wednesday, and I bounce. Right. We had to like coaches don't lie every fucking day. All the time. That's all they do is lie in college. Yes, I will be here. I'm not even looking in that job. It's like, well, why did we got the plane ticket stuff? And uh, we got pictures of you from Twitter taking pictures in uh, in Arkansas. Yeah, uh, no comment. Or you, or you know what you do? You go, well, plans have changed. Yes, I have officially changed universities. So if you guys would like to go with me to the new university, let me know. Yeah, I'm sure that's some type of violation, but of I'll just say, just I would have finished out the dinner, yeah. or uh, like Rob said, I would just lie. Like my daughter's sick, I gotta go. Bye. <laughs> like, damn, he just left in the middle of dinner. Yep. All right, y'all. A whole bunch of black dudes crying. Like that's what you know. Like what's that? Part? <laughs> what movie was that? You know I'm your daddy. Alright, bye. Like, he comes out once a week. Hey, uh, uh, you know I'm your daddy, right? Okay, bye. <laughs> but yeah, I thought, I thought, I just like the idea of, um, him having his phone on the whole time and getting like text updates from his agent and shit. Like, looking like we're pretty close. Uh, it's gonna, they want to do the split at, uh, like 60 30 with, uh, 60% being, uh, back pay on, and then him texting back like, uh, uh, yeah, that's interesting. Your mama died. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, send. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I feel like I could be a father for you boys and uh, everything. Hold on, I gotta use the bathroom. <laughs> 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 
it did say. I bet you they paid for their own bill. I mean, he left. <laughs> nah, that would have been so fucked up. Them kids don't got no money. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it looks like you got the uh, sirloin, and uh, you went with. The, it looks like you went with the surf and turf. I, I mean, who paid for the bill? <laughs> say, say that again, Key. They probably still at the table trying to divide the bill and shit. You right? <laughs> No, no. You, you got the iced tea. <laughs> Surfing turf, man. Why'd you do that? You know, man, you know that's a forty-five dollar damn meal. You be washing dishes, man. I ain't bring that much money. They probably dying and dash, dog. I, that shit was just crazy when I heard that, man. Um, it's like build a university. Fuck it. Here's another crazy ass story, and this is a local story um, that happened here in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, are we going to play guest the race? No, not guest the race. A wild night of partying leaves a trail of trouble from a Bobcat player's home to the Hooskow. And among the mess, two NBA wives, a celebrity hairstylist, and a pussycat doll. That's why Charlotte's Kirk Hawkins reports. You know the storyline? Sounds like something you'd see in the season finale of The Real Housewives. In this video, you can For, feel... Uh, I just want to say, I think that dude take that, and what he meant was basketball-wise. He but, did. Uh, white people don't watch it, so I, I, I understand. Woman emerged from the home of Bobcats forward Tyrus Thomas. She got into the driver's seat of a black Range Rover, pulled into the garage, and later shut the door. Earlier, we spotted this same car in the driveway. The back right headlight was busted. A Charlotte Mecklenburg police spokeswoman doesn't know if this is the same car where his wife Jamie Thomas was injured in the face while officers tried to pull her out. Police say they had to break a window and fight with 28-year-old celebrity hairstylist Shastity Stevenson just to get Thomas out. The entire time, 22-year-old Sasha Smith refused to leave. She's the fiancé of Bobcats guard Ben Gordon. Investigators say the three women fought and tried to steal a Southwest Charlotte woman's cell phone and purse in the parking lot of Label at NC Music Factory after a party hosted by NBA star Chris Paul and Kaya Jones of the Pussycat Dolls. Management at Label had no comment about what happened here early this morning. I also talked to the owner of NC Music Factory, and he says it was nothing abnormal, just a little scuffle in the parking lot. Police say Thomas tried to take off, but hit a security guard with her. Also, any club where the owner says a fight is no, not abnormal, I'm not going there. Hell no. I'm too old for that shit. Like, the day has passed when I'm ex- when a, a random ass whooping is acceptable of venues that I attend. Nope. Hard twice. I, I, I was so confused on the events. There was a lot of sh- shit going on, man. I mean, people, <laughs> the girls was getting grabbed and they just pulling people out of cars and windows broken. And Tyrus Thomas coming out there talking about his baby mama had herpes. I don't know, nigga. What, I'm confused. You man. know what it sounded like? It sounded like you know when you have those words on the refrigerator and you make up a sentence. <laughs> Like when you put all the hood oh. terms of what could happen, you just make up a damn sentence on it. Oh. <laughs> Run on sentence. It was no commas, no parentheses, no pauses, nothing. no semicolons. Nothing. <laughs> it sounds like a. Uh, it sounds like a hood version of Mad Libs, where we just we insert NBA players' names and their girlfriends. Yeah, like like I told Roderick, they already trying out, and no shine they got their out for the new recruits. <laughs> she was injured in the face, and pulled out of her Range Rover. <laughs> yeah, by security. Um, all right, last. It's a, it's a couple more seconds of this. 
Back at her home today, no one answered the door, but it was clearly much less chaotic than hours before. I'm mad they walked up to this big ass mansion and knocked on the door like it's a fucking project. Like, can the news do that? The news can just walk into your big ass mansion and be like, "Hey, man, come on out. We want to talk to y'all." <laughs> you got in a fight last night. Let's talk about it. Damn, this, I thought a certain amount of money just afforded you the right to be like, "Say the fuck off my property." They went the knock was so loud. You <laughs> knocked like the cops. It was, so it was like they went <laughs> like like they really thought they would answer the door. Yeah, we went to these Negroes' big ass house and uh, asked them, "What up with that?" Ooh, we <laughs> ah. poor Kirk Hawkins, Fox News. Who knew news could be so entertaining? I right? know. Yeah. Oh, I hate when white people laugh at us like this. <laughs> I hate when they come back to the people at the desk and they had that smirk on their face like niggers. Am I right? Of course That's I am. Up top, up top, guys, up top. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't. You'd never hear about Jeff Gordon doing this anyway. Exactly. <laughs> Still <Stoking> Negroes. <laughs> only on the speedway. Only on the speedway. Not at home. Well, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, and uh, also, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but. Um, Y'all hear about um, Caroline Wozniacki, the tennis player, stuffing her bra and underwear with some like something to make it look like she had big titties and a big ass, and people got mad because she was. They said she was picking on Serena. Did you see her crip walk too? <clears throat> no, I didn't see she crip walked. No, that would be cool though. Oh, I was gonna say because <laughs> I, I, I'm actually not against this. And a lot of people, like you know, a lot of black women was mad on my Google Plus page and shit, like. You know, this the problem and all this shit, but uh, they're actually friends. I don't get it. Like, so she just put stuff in her, um, like she was mocking her or she was just trying to really, like she was stacked or she was talking, mocking her. She was, she was mocking her as like, as far as like, you know, this is how you look. You got big titties and big ass and, Mm. and they're actually friends. So it's not like some rivalry shit. Like they actually, and they asked Serena about it and Serena was cool with it and all that stuff. And uh so it seemed like to me, I was like, there's nothing really to see here. But a lot of people were like picking on the African-American woman. And I was like, well, she's not picking on nobody thinks she's she's picking on Venus. I'm just saying all black women don't look like Serena. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, which is unfortunate for a lot of these black women. But I'm, I'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> she look good. y'all. But um, I'm just saying, like, uh, it was funny to me how people went immediately to like, this is that racist whiteness that I'm talking about picking on the bodies of the black woman. I was like, I, I think it was just kind of like over the top, man. Like it, it so one, um, like I said, they're friends. So I'm not going to be mad about some shit. She's not mad about. But then, too, it's like, and this isn't her first time doing this. Like, she's done this before. I don't know why this time people decided, like, this shit is offensive this time. Um, or what? Maybe because it's a slow news day, too. That might be something about it. But, of course. But, yeah, I just, like, a lot of places went off. Like, yeah, she, you know, this dumb, like, the title of this one article, Dumb White Tennis Player Thinks It's a Great Idea to Mock Serena Williams' Body. Like, it's like, I think that's Whoa. a bit... It's dumb because Serena gonna get in that ass the next time they play. That's the dumb part about it. <laughs> right. Right. It's like, well, other than when she has to play, they cool. But yeah, I don't know. I, I just didn't find it to be racist necessarily, man. I felt like it's very specific to Serena Williams body type. Now if you don't now if you feel like she's only getting at Serena because she's black, 
then I we guess just, just how a lot there's really people, no way to prove that. Yeah, we just how a lot of people interpret that. Yeah. Yeah, but if that's how y'all feel, that's how you feel. But I feel like uh, from from the evidence presented to me, I don't I didn't see the case to be like, well, this is some black shit. Like she, like now if she would have came out in blackface or something. Yeah. <laughs> Like something like that, like like I don't know what else, like eating some watermelon, chicken, something like something. Where I was just like, oh my god, but I don't know. Walking like I joked about, right? Even yeah, even the crip walking. Well, actually, if she crip walked in the Serena thing, I would have thought it was funny. I'm not even gonna lie to (laughs) y'all. I would have laughed first before I was like, I would have been semi turned on. I ain't gonna. Yeah, then I would be like, you know, (laughs) if you leave that padding in, um, (laughs) you can make this happen. Oh, um, Lord. another um another funny ass uh thing that went through the cracks. I didn't hear many people talking about it. Uh did y'all hear about uh defensive lineman Sean Smith threatening that reporter via Twitter? No. Okay, well um <laughs> uh Kansas City Chief Defensive Lineman Sean Smith was a little grumpy on Sunday. What else could explain this curious decision to blatantly choke a player from the Browns? It was a pretty ugly incident, but Smith didn't stop there. Now, I guess because his name's not Indomitian Sue, the yes, ESPN right. didn't feel like playing this shit 700 times throughout the week. Um, <clears throat> he took his control issues public, blasting members of the media on Twitter, following the Chiefs' 30-7 to loss to the Cleveland Browns. Uh, it all started because someone dared question his bold prediction prior to the game. Uh, I guess before the game, he said, it's game day. And we are going to win today by 10. The Brownies suck. And we're going to show up today, Chiefs. Okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Parkins, who's a reporter, called him out on it. He said, I respect uh, whatever his name is, Smith, Sean Smith. I respect this dude. But when you say we are going to win by 10, the Brownies suck and get blown out, you're going to get some backlash. Mm-hmm. So you shouldn't have said that. So Smith blocked Parkins, leaving him with a classy parting shot and said, whoa, no pussy. I have faith in my teammates. So you are blocked, chump. You don't want to see me in the street. Be easy. (laughs) I love love you. You don't want to see me in the street. (laughs) Cause you, you retweeted me and talk shit. I, I like that, man, because you can separate the uh, you can separate the the people who ain't gonna be around long in the NFL. I mean, cause <laughs> it just, because it's common sense, man. Why are you gonna send a threat out on Twitter? <laughs> I, I don't understand, I, man, dude. See, see, part of the reason I love getting the little checkups like this every week and hearing about this stuff because it's hilarious to me. Like <laughs> just the common sense, lack of common sense. I mean, I understand. I'd be irritated because reporters, to me. See, here's the thing that I feel on football players that I will cite on them, and I don't think a lot of people really pay attention to this, mm-hmm. is the fact that reporters are very demeaning. A lot of them are demeaning in how they ask questions mm-hmm. and how they speak to these That's gentlemen. Right. And so I understand the frustration that some of these players have because the way I don't want nobody talking down to me, and I don't want somebody like, well, you said this, and these little skinny five foot ele- five foot six, 130 pound dude with glasses uh, telling me something. So I understand that. But still, I gotta say, it's ultimately this dude's responsibility to have a show a little intelligence all right man cuss him out uh, cuss him out uh, next next week right don't put it on twitter because you end up looking the ignorant one and then they all the all the people look at you and then it ruins you know so it's like 
you know, I feel him being frustrated because those guys aren't necessarily as eloquent as maybe those guys are, and they know when somebody's talking down on them, so right. they can't really cuss them out like they want to. So I feel him. But still, ultimately, he's the one who ends up looking ignorant. This reporter gets what he wants. So. Right. Uh, also, man, um, the, the reporter responded back. So uh, Sean Smith blocked me. I don't know what he means by me not wanting to see him in the streets. I'll, I'll ask tomorrow in the locker room. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> I like that. I like that he brought it back to reality because the truth of the matter is, Sean Smith ain't going to lay a hand on this man in that locker room. That. Or else he's out of a fucking job, of man. Course. Like the NFL don't want them problems. Oh, hey, hey, a minute. Wait a minute. Now. You don't know Sean Smith wouldn't lay a hand on him. You forget this nigga just did tweet it. You don't want to see me in the streets and know yeah. we don't see him the next day. Right. So That's true. you don't know what this nigga's going to do. Well, I like that the reporter to put it to the test because he's like, I've been in the locker room for a lot of these losses. Ain't nobody got no hands put on them. You know, I would now probably I would have tweeted something like, uh, why don't you try putting them hands on somebody on the field and stop taking these ass whoopers and never show it up to the locker room again? Like that's that's how I plan. That's a party shot. Now that's a walk off, Rob Parker. <laughs> right? <laughs> like you sound like a cornball brother right now. I'm uh, out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, um, I just thought that was funny, and um, he also told the reporter to jump off a bridge as well. So yeah, and uh, apparently in 2010. Oh, go ahead, Rob. He really say he said the words "jump off a bridge." Yes, and in 2010, he got in trouble because he grabbed an opponent in the dick. So uh, Sean Smith might not be the dude you want to fuck with. Rob might be right. It might be best to just unfollow him and not talk anymore. It actually reminds me back in the day when when we was real active on Twitter and the show was popping off, and you know Rob always he always had something against Carmelo Anthony, right? So oh. Rob, Rob tweeted some crazy shit like "bitch ass motherfucker Car- Carmelo Anthony," and I'm like, "Damn, Rob, like, you just putting that out there in the streets? Like, yeah, you right. Carmelo ain't gonna fuck with Rob. We know that. Mm-mm. But there has to be a ten percent chance if we was in the same room. He said, "Hey, you remember that dude that wrote that tweet? Rob, Rob heartbeat would raise, and I think that's all Sean Smith wanted to do was just put a little fear in his heart." But you're right. He probably sent it on Twitter. But sometimes it's worth just risking a little bit of shit to scare somebody. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I personally, I don't talk to athletes like that on Twitter um, to talk shit. Ever since your, uh, ever since your, uh, Oakley. yeah, exactly. Uh, ever since that time when I thought that Charles Oakley account was some type of fake, and that shit turned back and was real, and that nigga didn't even threaten me. He just asked something like, "Well, something like, why you say that, brother?" Or something. I was like, "Oh shit." This nigga lives. He lives in Charlotte, and that's a that's a grown man way to respond to something like that. With that's how you get your ass whooped. Hey, me and you was beefing for like twenty four hours too. You thought I put your business all out in the streets, man? Fuck! <laughs> no, niggas thought that it was an ongoing joke. It's like no, that that joke ended when my fucking uh, asshole tightened up at work when I got that reply. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, this isn't funny at all. I apologize, sir. You are a treasure to the NBA. I respect your legacy. And, uh, you know, that'll never happen again. And, uh, you know, you will never hear me in these streets talking shit about you, Mr. Oakley, sir. And people was coming through like, ah, whoop his ass, Charles. Like, come on, man. This nigga literally works up the street from where I am. I can see this dude in the mall or something, and it can be fucking over. 
<laughs> it would not take long for him to find me. He was like, he just look at my timeline like, oh, so he likes to play ball at the YMCA. Okay, I know which one. <laughs> I know which one that is. Five o'clock, huh? Like, hell no, man. I got next. I'm checking. <laughs> <laughs> Charles, you know how many stories are Charles Oakley knocking NBA niggas out? I don't want to be a regular nigga to get knocked out. They won't even put that in the paper. They, they had a story where... He, Somebody had their baby in their hand. Yeah, he told him to put the baby down, and dude did it. Put, what? They have your, they have the baby mama hold the baby, and it hit you in front of your baby mama and the baby. Yeah, yeah. it's like I feel I would do that, Charles, but I feel like that's the only thing keeping me alive right now. So, uh, please don't hit, kill, kill me in front of my son, man. But yeah, my favorite story is the one where uh, Tyrone Hill owed him some money and they wasn't on the same team no more. So he waited till the niggas was uh, playing against his team in Philly and in the shoot, in the shoot around, he just walked over and knocked his ass out <laughs> before Aww. the game. Aww. I don't even think he got to play in that game. <laughs> he just, he just knocked that nigga out though. Oh man. Can you picture? Uh, Tyrone Hill face uh, face on the floor like Pacquiao. I feel like when oh. Tyrone Hill gets knocked out, he becomes beautiful. Like <laughs> <laughs> everybody else becomes. Everybody else oh. get knocked out and get ugly. Tyrone Hill gets knocked out. And he's an attractive man for about that five seconds. Becomes, also, that nigga look like Tyson Beckford. <laughs> <laughs> like he was, just, like he was just, uh, he was just tightening too many muscles. Oh yeah, Steve brought up my second favorite one is the slapping Jeff McGinnis at the shoot around. That's my second favorite one. Cause my thing is, how the fuck did Jeff McGinnis feel like he could front on Charles Oakley? <laughs> you so small, get him man his money, sir. Like oh, right, let's man. play this game. Let's have this game. Who you would take in a fight in in, in a Charlotte Classic? Steve Smith versus Charles Oakley. Oh man. See? That's good, man. I don't wanna fuck with you. I don't wanna fuck with either one of them. Charles Oakley big. Steve Smith small. These are two dudes. And, and he's like a strong small dude. He's like one of them dudes where you fuck with him because you be like, oh he's short. He mess around and have you with the chuck hole down with the MMA style and you won't know what happened to you. Yeah. Ironically, two dudes who have threatened me before. So Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want it with either one of them, man. I turned white as a sheet when I found out that was Steve Smith. As uh, same thing with Charles Oakley, man. I wouldn't. I personally, I can't pick, man. Just what happened with Steve Smith? Because Steve Smith is that low self esteem five eight scary, right? Like you, the, the niggas. There's certain brothers who are five nine and, and bitter. And a certain number five nine, and they keep. He's five nine, and his name is Steve Smith, which lets me know that's probably not his real name, right. because that nigga does not look like a Steve Smith. Right? So yeah, exactly. He changed his name um, from Durante McGraw uh, to Steve Smith, but that he just seems more like a, a Wolverine versus Charles Oakley. I don't know if Charles Oakley can handle that quickness and that veracity. Yes, yeah, see, that, my, uh, the thing with Charles Oakley is, I feel like his striking power will be pretty deadly. But right. I feel like Steve Smith, once he gets on you, it's over. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's he going to be all right. over you, dog. Yeah, yeah. Spider like, monkey. Right. Steve, Steve Smith went to Utah, right? Nah, he went to like, oh, wait, didn't he go somewhere in California with Charles, with Chad Johnson? Or was that Juco? No, that was, uh, that was, uh, Hushmajada. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, I didn't know that. I don't know. But my point, my next point was, he got a white wife, right? 
But he's uh, not yeah, football. yeah. <laughs> like I would never question him. Dog, right? Back to the Rob Parker. Like, what was Rob Parker thinking? He would never <laughs> say that shit to Steve Smith. He wouldn't be like, "Is you a real brother or a cornball?" Ouch! Oh my God! I've never been hit this hard. <laughs> All I know I'm, is I'm the cornball. I'm the cornball. Right. When I found out that dude was Steve Smith, man, um, I. My heart stopped beating for what, a little bit. I was I was playing. I thought I've no. I've said this before. I was playing basketball. Um, long story short, I was playing basketball at the YMCA, uh, and he came in. I didn't know who he was because it was the year before he blew up. Okay. It was like when he was still just like a kick returner mainly, mm-hmm. and um, he had knocked that dude out in camp and ended his career. Yes, he oh, did. Oh, Stephen Davis, right? Yeah, no, uh, wasn't Stephen Davis. It was a no name dude in the film room mm-hmm. that he oh, fucked yeah. his whole face up and ended his yeah, football right. career. Um, I knew about the story, but I didn't know what Steve Smith looked like. So we played ball with him, man, and um, he was bullying people, man. Like, and I guess they was letting him bully him them because they knew who he was. Yes. I didn't. <laughs> So I was like, nigga, stop fouling these people, man. We, like, are you playing ball or not, man? Cause, like, I made a pass to this white dude, man, and, and he was so fast. Steve Smith was on defense. He beat the ball to the dude, knocked the dude on the ground, and then the ball just bounced out of bounds. Cause it was no one there to catch the ball. They both was on the ground. <laughs> and so I was like, hey, dude. Him. Yeah, I was like, dude, you're not gonna call your foul? And then he just looked at Steve Smith. And Steve Smith looked at me like, what foul? And dude didn't say shit, man. We, we lost possession, man. So I was pissed. Um, so we, you know, we kept playing. He was going over people's backs and shit, man. So <laughs> I was doing tricks at the gym. I can still picture this shit though. That's so crazy. Yeah. yeah. Going over backs. And yeah, dude, he's five, like he's 5'8. You'll be boxing out. He'll just push your ass in the back and use that as leverage to get the rebound. So I was like, hey, man, you, I was like, you playing like, you playing real whack right now with all this pushing this shit. And he was like, he was like, so what you gonna do about it? And I was like, Nothing, nigga. Just play ball. Like we, I don't want to fight you. I'm telling you to stop doing this shit. This is stupid. And we out here playing for fun. And you gonna get hurt or something, man? You gonna hurt somebody? And dude was like, man, I don't give a fuck, man. You trying to do something? I was like, well, what you want to do then? Like, like that. And then, and then somebody was like, chill out, man. Chill out. And then, like, he walked off. And he was like, I'm gonna see you or some shit. I was like, yeah, you gonna see me? I don't give a fuck, man. Like, I'm not, cause you know, this is my like Tyrone Hill. Like, right. Cause like, this is my, this is my why and shit. So I'm thinking all to myself, like, I can't get punked in front of everybody I know. Like, like, I can't come back here if I get punked out, right? Plus, I was younger, you know, so I was like, this I'm is I'm about I'm... to say, I know you would do that shit now. Come nah, on, now I'll just be like, nigga, I don't care. Like, okay, you cheating. I'll just wait to the next game till you leave. <laughs> but... Hey, hold on. Breaking news, breaking news. Michelle Brooks in the chat just came up with his real name. <laughs> Rob, check this out. His name is Stevon Latrell Smith. <laughs> hey, instead of Smith, it should be Smith with two Fs. Smith. <laughs> yeah, Smith like Smith and Wesson. <laughs> but, but, um, but yeah, so, um. Wait, wait, so, so you're telling me that is not Steve Smith? <laughs> it's, it's, uh, so- so that, 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 to see, to me, I, I swear to God, I believe that because this nigga's name had to be something like Latrell because that nigga got picked on between <laughs> and your name is Latrell and that nigga just got aggressive because you don't go in the NFL and ball like that right. nowhere unless you got some kind of burning desire and you don't lock, knock niggas out in practice unless you don't give a fuck. Multiple so, times. Just- multiple times. He's knocked out multiple people <laughs> in practice, dude. Like, 
every every season and so anyway man the long story short dude is um he leaves and um and and the, and the last thing he said uh i made him laugh that's why i remember he said something about whooping my ass and i was just like well then i just had my ass whooped but you still was cheating and then he just <laughs> laughed and he left and then somebody was like oh shit man i didn't know you knew steve smith and i was like i don't steve no i don't know steve smith who the fuck is steve smith it's like for the panthers man I was like, Steve's the one that knocked that dude out. I don't know that nigga. He's like, that was him. And then I just, I just sat down, dude. It's like, you had to collect yourself. I, like, Yo, I almost died just now, man. I ain't even fucking know. Like, if he don't give a fuck about his teammates, I know he don't give a fuck about knocking my fat ass out and leaving me in the wild like nothing happened, dude. I could have been, and none of y'all, all y'all was scared too. Y'all wouldn't have did shit. That was lit. Everybody would have been. Everybody would be talking to the officer like I didn't see anything. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, and I'd have got that call, uh, ma'am. Do you know your husband got knocked out by a professional football player? Right. What, what right. are you talking about here? I wouldn't have known that. I wouldn't have. They would have just found me. They were like, <laughs> "What happened to you, man?" I just I was waking up and uh, I remember looking at the basketball hoop from underneath. And <laughs> I was like, you "This." Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, that's that would've been it. That was all I could you say. Walk, you would have walked in the crib and uh Karen would have said, Is that Tyrone Hill? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, all right, man. Uh this is actually had to be the record for the longest interview ever. But um this is the Blackout Tips Podcast. And um it's a comedy podcast you do three times a week. You can find us at blackouttips.com and the motto of the show is nothing's wrong if it's funny and uh Make sure you guys are checking us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic. If you leave us a five-star review on iTunes, you know, we'll we'll read it on the show regardless of content. Also, make sure you follow us on Twitter. I'm Ryder Miss Prime. I'm Say That Again. That is in D-A-T. The show Twitter is T-B-G-W-T. That's T-B-G-W-T. And uh, Rob and Key are both um, still on Twitter, Mac. Can you give them your Twitter handles? Yo, uh, my personal Rob is at ExposureBiz, like E-X-P-O-S-E. U R B I Z. Now I'm a 25 percenter on Atypical Sports uh, uh, Twitter handle. That's keys more like 75 percent on that. So that's at Atypical Sports, or um, and you can reach both Rob and Key there, or me personally at at Exposure Biz. Right. Damn, nigga, I got a mouth. I can say something. Shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, what about Slave Key? Be pessimistic. You can introduce the Slave Key Twitter handle if you want to. I don't, I don't know. He got Twitter? Yeah, he got Twitter no. now, man. Yeah. I saw him on there asking, was he going to be on the show with y'all? And I said, I don't know, man. You got to ask your master. Well, see, yeah, it's uh, at slave underscore key, K-I. All right. And, um, of course, uh, you can also. <laughs> Hello? Yep. Hello? Is, is this slave key? What? Was you giving out my information? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Who was talking about my name? Uh, I, that was uh, your master key was was talking about you, man. It, I don't. Uh, I, how you been, brother, man? We I haven't heard from you in a while. Who are you? It's Rod, man, from the Blackout Tips. You've been on the show before, nigga. Act like you know. Oh, oh, that's that pretty lady carrying. Huh? <laughs> how you doing, sweetie? I hope they ain't been beating you too bad. Did they let you loose so you could walk around a little bit and stretch your arms for them chains? Well, yeah, it's starting to cool off now. And I'm out here doing all kinds of work. Rob, Master Rob moved to a house. 
and we, I, I had to move all these kids, baby furniture. And I, you know, I watch them little bastards now too. Is it a big house that he moved to? It's the biggest house I've ever seen. They actually let me walk in the front door. What? Oh. I was so, but it was so, it was, it was atypical for me to be anywhere inside with a roof. So I went in there and I soaked up all the heat and all the electricity in my body and I put it in my spine. So when I go out to the shack, I can release it all. <laughs> Hey man, so I got a question for you, dude. Are you gonna go? I don't know if you heard about this, but they got a movie called Django Unchained that's coming out um, on oh, Christmas Day. Oh, you know Django? Yeah, yeah. Well, he got a movie, he was, man. He was from uh, that plantation that that uh, from Master DiCaprio. <laughs> he, he went in there and he, he he was very like like my homeboy Nat. Do, do you know Nat Turner? Yeah, I've heard. Yes, I've heard of him. Him and Nat Turner was good buddies when they came up. We all came up in slave school. I bet y'all didn't know we had slave school, did you? Slave school? What do they teach in slave school? I can't imagine. Well, they they teach us that the white race is the best race of all time. <laughs> they, teach, they teach us that I can't read. They teach us that my black skin is actually a curse. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I've heard of this. I heard of it. I think Rob Parker went uh, to the school, man. How they keep the? That's how they keep you from being a cornball brother. Yeah, it's it it, it 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 was a great institution. I learned all my slave skills, how to bail hay. They time We also have like a combine for slaves. Like <laughs> all the masters come down and they see how many bales of cotton can you do in in ten seconds. How fast can you push a mule? It, 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 it was it made me the slave i am today you know actually, I, I was actually thinking about you the other day man i was watching uh espn 30 for 30 and they had bo jackson on there and they were talking about his athletic exploits i don't know if you're familiar with bo jackson but um well, i i think i know his great great grandpappy okay well i the first thing i thought was he would have made the best slave ever yeah, but he he was a little fragile though. He mm-hmm. he 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 couldn't last too long. He always get hurt. He was trying to do too much. You need to specialize in your slave skills, nigga. <laughs> you, you can't be running around working on three different plantations. You got to be loyal to one master. You can't be. You can't go to Master Davis's house and then you can't run around and be with with with, with Master Brett. You, you can't do all that at once. Right. Okay. That makes sense, man. Um. I don't know. It sounds like you're doing some slave work in the background. I keep hearing stuff banging around up there. So, Well, well, what happens is these bad kids is running around here now because I'm not, I, don't have my, I don't have my good slave eye on. <laughs> I don't have my eye on. <laughs> right. I understand. Sometimes. Uh, I, you know what, though? I, 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 I did happen to listen to that last show, mm-hmm. and I was really concerned about my favorite host, King. Oh, you concerned? When you, was, when you was a little picking in it, that <laughs> your daddy punched you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> now that concerned me. And that's coming from a slave, Karen. I told you, getting punched in the face. It ain't, it ain't cool. It's, I told you, it's, it's abuse, man. Even a slave knows you're not supposed to be punching in the face. Yeah, well, you my, don't punch no woman's in no face. Well, my mama was a little it, kid doing the uh, ending of the, the Jim Crow laws, so, you know, you might have known her. 
Yeah, well, I, I, I know a lot of women. So I don't want to go there, right? I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to embarrass you. you know? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Tell your real age. I understand. I understand. Oh man, well, um, Slave Key, man, it's been good talking to you again, man. But like, uh, what are you gonna get into, man? Now that um, you know, all you're doing is taking care of kids. Like, you don't have any slaving chores that you have to do. Well. One thing I has to do is I gotta go out there and I gotta watch Master Saban on January 9th. Uh, like I told you last year, I was right when we said that Alabama was the best plantation. Like realistically, y'all don't know the the slave headquarters is in the University of Alabama. Like it's <laughs> there, and. and and Master Saban is like a dual coach. Like he coaches them big boys that are out there in them football fields, but he also is the slave master, and he teaches us how to how to represent and 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 and, and just how to how, how to shuck and jive. He teaches us how to do what we need to do to be successful slaves in this 2012 America. See, there's an underground slave railroad that y'all don't know about. It's opposite of what Harriet Tubman talked about. <laughs> Oh, y'all made a new railroad one? for us slaves that love being slaves because <laughs> you know that motherfucker Abraham Lincoln freed us. Some of us didn't want to be free, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so we in the underground still being slaves for the greatest race on this whole universe. Oh my the God. white American man. <laughs> and that's a slaver has us underneath Tuscaloosa, underneath Alabama, and we are actually the backbone of the whole football organization. They don't need tackling dummies. We just go up there, we stand up with our big buck slave asses, <laughs> and we have, I can't tell you how many times Trip Richardson ran me over. <laughs> hey, so, um, I guess while I got you, man, I wanted to know, you know, speaking of, of, of all the, um, you know, the college football, who, who you got in these bowls, man? Are there any bowls I should be looking out for, man? You think Notre Dame has a chance in this championship bowl? Well, I like, I respect that T.O. He's got a lot of slave in him if you see him. If you see his Anson, <laughs> if you see his ethnicity. I think he's from, where's he from? I think he's from Hawaii or something, man. What? Yeah, yeah. I think he's from the same place as uh, Tr- Troy Palomalu. Oh, I, I tell you one thing, man. All I want to do is watch the. Uh, well, all I got time to do is watch two hours of TV per month. I watch more TV than this nigga Rob. All I want to do is watch that the BCS, the 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 Black College Slave Championship. That's what I want to watch. I want to watch. The big college slave championship. But see, the thing about the thing about uh, Notre Dame and the thing about uh, uh, Indiana is it, it, it's not in the South, but that's where the Klan's from. And I and I respect the Klan. Some somebody has to put fear in us hearts. Right. Could you clarify that, please? Yeah. Uh, can you say that again? Could you clarify I, that? Please? Well, the Ku Klux Klan. I respect what they do. They like the police in our environment. Like, sometimes we get out of hand and we don't know our place. Like you. You, you over there smiling. You got your glasses on. Like like you some type of rich nigga. You got <laughs> headphones on. You got a TV. And you own your own house. <laughs> That's not your place, right? That's not your place. Now, what do you think about RG3's braids? 
RG3 braids? Well, if you look closely, you can see long blonde hairs intertwined in them. <laughs> oh, he, only, he, he is so he is so incredible because he Rob Parker said he isn't he isn't down with the cause, but he actually has a white blonde woman braiding his hair. That is incredible. If you say so, how do you have one of those messy prissy princesses? Climbing in bed with you, braiding your nappy nigga hair, <laughs> and got the nerve to talk about that you're not black, that you don't want to be a good black quarterback. Nigga, that's what you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotta be a good black slave out there, man. Yeah. So he's supposed to be doing. But well, you got me on this web. You got me on this webcam too long. They gonna find out where the underground slave railroad <laughs> is, and they gonna strangle my neck, and they gonna punch me in the face. <laughs> well, hey, look, uh, I'm not trying to get you caught, uh, slave key man. We just wanted to check on you know the people always concerned about you, man. They want to know what you've been up to, and you know what you think, man. I think last time you were on the show. You picked all the BCS games correctly, so you know I yeah. just want to give them a chance, man. So, does the smart money on, on, on Notre Dame this year or not? No, you, you like I told you, Alabama's going to win the next fifteen championships until Master Saban is deceased. <laughs> that is the best plantation. And like I told Rod, have you been listening to me? I've been listening, man. Underneath the whole college. It's a slave headquarters. (laughs) The only thing that scares me is Miami is not a good place for us slaves. Because we get confused. We start hearing stories about those Caribbean slaves and they start talking to us in different languages. And sometimes we want to be free. So I do (laughs) have a concern that those disciplined boys from Notre Dame, they go show and prove. Mm. They, I, you know what? I, I reversed it. Everything I just said because I forgot it's in Miami. Ah, oh. oh, Notre Dame is going to shock the world, and Master Saban is going to beat the shit out of us. We gonna be beat down <laughs> underneath that headquarters. It's gonna be a sad day, January tenth. Pray for me. I, 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 y'all just hope that Alabama wins. Are we gonna get what my back is gonna look like? Look like the the dude from Flight. Do you remember when he was actually a slave and he turned around and his eyes was crying? Yeah. I'm gonna be looking like Denzel Washington and y'all gonna be laughing and joking and the only thing Alabama fans gonna be worried about is if they gonna teabag somebody. Yeah, they had that little controversy about the teabag Alabama LSU. Have you ever had a 200 pound bag of tea? Thrown against your head? That's <laughs> no. being teabagged. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, well, thank you, uh, Slave Key, we, we, man. We'll keep you in the press. You, yeah, we, yeah. We, we, we hope that, uh, you know, they don't get all that freedom talk Mm-mm. and that uh, they can somehow win over uh, the pure area white man, Notre Dame. These two, I hope that quarterback don't be crying like a little bitch when they've <laughs> lost he he did I did I just call a white man a bitch? Oh no, you know you've been on here too oh, long. You yes, too you've been around us free niggas too yeah, long. We rubbing off on you. You better run. You are the devil. I'm out of here. Bye, slave key. Um, 
yeah uh so it's the blackout tips and um the official weapon of the show is the taser which and i hope I, they don't taste slave key okay you'd be lucky if that's all it is and the uh, unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme yes, sir <clears throat> and today's podcast is sponsored by shadow doll productions Woo-hoo! from now until christmas you get 10 percent off of everything in their store if you've never tried us out now is the time to jump in get our new feature film found betty the Ratchet Rider Karen audio plays and one of our short films. Everything's on sale at Christmas. ShadowDollProductions.com. Celebrate Christmas with them guys. Go and spend that money and get that 10% off. Yes, yeah, so and we even have our own page. In case you be like, what was Rider Karen in? We got our own page. Yeah, so we appreciate everybody that takes the time out uh to do that man um because you don't have to you don't have to um <clears throat> we also have another sponsor um that's you know adamandeve.com mm-hmm. and it's a little bit more sexy than um you know yo the normal stuff that you fucks with um so let me um see if i can get some um <clears throat> see if i can get some sexy music here because uh it is um you know it is Christmas time, but it's also sexy time. Let me see if this is a uh, is this sexy enough. Black people are the shit, dog. We turn any song into some getting some pussy song. Of course, fellas and ladies, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com for a limited time. You get 50% off of just about any item. That's 50% off, y'all. And that's not all. Oh, no. Well, you select your one item at 50% off. You also get three, count them, three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration, plus a free extra gift so sensual. Can't even mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, they even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And they're not playing around, people. But you will be playing around. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off of just of one item when you type in the code TBGWT. And you also get three free DVDs, free extra gift, and free shipping. That's TBGWT at adamandeve.com. So treat yourself and your genitals to a nice present under the Christmas tree. Yeah. All right. Sound, sound like Slave Key was struggling trying to get out the room. I hope you made it out, brother. Go on, watch yeah, the kids. I think that was uh, I think that was real key kicking off Slave Key, key out. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry, y'all, if y'all had to deal with that shit. It's, it's all good, man. Um, all right, dog. So, um, that was uh, that was that's the intro to the show. Um, we also had some random thoughts. I'll do a couple, and then we're gonna get into news and guess the race. So. Woo-hoo! which i know that's what they really here for yeah and for those that dude keith that asked us about talking about sports we did you it nigga. welcome sir you happy hmm well you're welcome and i want i bet you won't be no welcome fucking uh voicemails on next saturday like hey man thank you for doing this i was just some can't you do some other shit with your show that you invented anyway <clears throat> uh <laughs> Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Actually, before I even do this, I forgot to ask y'all two sports questions. What y'all think about the Lakers, man? You know, they're struggling right now. Oh, man. Well, I, like I said, I can only tell you what I saw, uh, what I've seen. And I saw them play. What, did I, what game did I see them play last week? Oh, I saw them play against the, um, 
the one where they came back, not the Knicks, but the one before they were, got blown out, but then they came back to the very Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. And so, so basically, I, I, if we're just talking, I can give you my people. If we're just talking about championship caliber, mm-hmm. they don't have it. I mean, we. I mean, Rod, you my age, you know, Key, you my age. We've been watching sports long enough. You yeah. can watch a team who's going to contend, and you can watch a team who's going to not contend. You just know. You can see it by looking at it. They don't have a point guard. They don't have any wing players, and I just watched one game. They don't have wing players, and there's no way athletically they can hang with uh, Oklahoma. So, basically, I was looking for, honestly, this is the first year in my life, being from Seattle, Seahawks, Mariners, Sonics fan, that I was actually rooting for the Lakers this year because I wanted the Lakers Heat Finals. So, Ah. I was actually rooting for that. And now, of course, since I root for them, they ain't going to win. Um, but I, I mean, they're, they're, these are problems that Steve Nash, although they'll be better with Steve Nash, when it comes down to a half court game and, and in the playoffs, they, they, they don't have nobody to stop Westbrook. And, and, and I don't think they're mentally tough to be able to hang with San Antonio. And now the way Golden State's playing, Mark Jackson got them playing. So I, I, I think Lakers are the fifth, sixth best team at their best. Damn. Yeah, I think they also are in trouble. Um, mm mm-hmm. I know when they get Nash back, everybody's saying that might fix things. It might help them score some more points, but it's not going to help that defense at all. Oh, no. They, is it me or do, do they look lost out there? Look like folks don't know where they're supposed to be. Folks don't post up. Folks are so confused. Yeah. I just look like they don't. Here's the, I look like it all depends. Uh, to me, that attitude is all from Dwight Howard. Hmm. I, I don't think. I don't think. Dwight Howard, to me, that attitude. The way they're playing, it all starts with Dwight defensively because if they're really playing correct Laker defense, he should be funneling everybody towards the perimeter and then blocking shots, but he's not active. That thing, man, Dwight Howard to me, man, when I saw, see, I judge niggas on the girls they with. Like Rodimus, mm-hmm. I give you love and more props because you're with an intelligent woman. Okay? I so appreciate the same thing, that. I just, I, I just you. look at Chad Johnson liking that other bitch and I'll be like, that nigga's crazy. He ain't got his <laughs> sense. He doesn't have. Mental toughness. I look at Dwight Howard and the girl he was dating, and he got a baby mom with. This nigga's silly. He's soft-hearted, and he's um, weak-minded. So, to me, Kobe's just only going to cuss that nigga out. So, there's no way in the world that that could work, because his personality is not to be a leader and to be tough. And if you mm. ain't leader and tough, how you going to win, man? Yeah, that's a good point, man. Yeah, um, man. How you, how you going how you gonna fuck with Kobe? Because Kobe is like, look here, punk bitch. We need to win. <laughs> I'm tired of losing. Every time they interview him, he get angrier and angrier. I think one day he's just going to come out there and cuss everybody out. Yep, and I respect that about Kobe. I, I, I mean, Dwight Howard's been in the league long enough. He knows what he needs to do. That nigga's a grown-ass man. Yes. I'm 15 years old. You know what kind of effort you need. You know what you need to do. Everything else to me is just Monday through Friday bullshit talk. Yeah. Come play, play the game, man. I mean, dude. Yeah. Hey, um, my opinion is LOL. Lack of leadership. Meaning, oh, okay. Um, uh, here's the thing. Like, I'm going to ask y'all a question. How many human beings would Kobe respect on this planet? Like, literally. I don't even think he respects Obama. Like, the right. only person he respects, I think, is Phil Jackson based on all the battles they had. And he had to actually fight to get that respect. Mm-hmm. But that's I'm not blaming it on Kobe. But it's a very, that's a very difficult position for any human being to go into that locker room with Kobe Bryant, the best physical player with the most physical skills. And he knows it. And his mentality is not to be coached. I don't know who can coach that team. But Rob was talking about Dwight Howard about him being soft and all that. That's all leadership, man. A coach needs to be in charge of the game. Like Butler beat Indiana last night. That was coaching. Like, I think we're overlooking 
everything just like this like slave key talked about massive saving or whatever mm-hmm. that's it to me that's the most important aspect of the whole game lol lack of leadership you you, mm. you know what and, and 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 not to drag this on when you was talking about Kobe Bryant, the thing is that no matter how good your leadership is your coach can't want you to win and your coach cannot teach you certain fundamentals that you should already have and i think when it comes to dwight Howard, howard he don't have that it he it's, it's like he says i'm hungry but nigga you ain't really hungry you're not working on free throws you're not posting up you're not getting trained you're not doing whatever it is and then from what i see when people get on him he crumbles underneath that pressure versus stand up and say fuck y'all i'm going to prove to y'all i'm the number one center and that stuff that no matter how great your coaching is you can't teach that you have to you have to specialize how you coach individual people perfect example is me and rob have disagreements there's times that i'm successful talking to him or him talking to me about doing certain things in the in the the podcast some people you just can't yell to but phil jackson he, he, he would have figured out a way how to get through him. He gives different individual books based on a person's character. Like, he knows everybody, and he tries to cater for everybody's needs. So it sounds like the solution to this is pretty simple. They can't get Phil Jackson. They need to go ahead and get Mike. Get him out of jail, because he was able to coach y'all. <laughs> To, to a successful podcast uh just get mike out of jail and let him coach the lakers and he could he could communicate with everybody man who was our third co-host at the time and realistically our show never went better until that happened yeah it got better like i remember the doug days and being like something's not right with the show you know it's, it's just like i don't know they waiting on steve nash to come back and then addition by subtraction i guess man he fixed it um, hey, uh, but, the, but the Dwight Howard thing, though, man. It's so, okay. So, the, not to get philosophical here, mm-hmm. but Dwight Howard is a perfect example of what I learned with my older son. Is he's been coached on result, not effort, all his life. Because yeah. this, what his position is, and his value is strictly effort. It's not scoring points; it's effort. So, when you coach, a lot of these players have been coached and rewarded based upon their results and not the effort because there's always crunch time where the results might not be what you want and then you find out what type of effort you give. And so to me, Dwight Howard, this ain't nothing like to reach a nigga. This is like, nigga, hustle. Nigga, run when they got a pick and roll, run and protect the rim. Do what you're supposed to do. This is effort. This isn't not, this is not, oh, I need to give this nigga a book so he can learn how to play. No, you need to, you need to give 100% on the court. So do I have to tell somebody to do that? No. But on a coaching aspect that I do agree with Key is Mike D'Antoni does not honor, have anybody respecting him. And you don't necessarily need Phil Jackson to get that respect. You just need somebody who's going to say, all right, this is the way it's going to go. And like you said, I mean, I think Kobe would respect Dwight Howard if he gave that effort. I think Kobe pissed off this dude because he's not really giving the effort. Right. It's not because he knows if Dwight gave 18, 12, and four blocks a game and still shot 50% from the foul line, he ain't going to be mad at him. Give me that what you give me. You well, I will me? say, I will, I, I'm going to have an unpopular opinion here. Number one, um, I think Dwight Howard is a cornball brother and uh, not a real brother. <laughs> Nah, that but is the definition of cornball. That's it. He, he is corny, though. I will say that. Um, but uh, seriously, I think that um, there's nothing to see here. Like, it's not. It's too early because it's the Lakers. Like, the Lakers do this shit. I, I can't count how many years of my life I have watched the Lakers flounder. And and we just all kind of throw the towel in, like, man, these niggas are not going to win shit. They, they doing it again. And then somewhere around, like, 
april they'll start they'll go on like oh the lakers won 10 out of the last 12 games and then people will start being like are they a contender are they not a contender so i'm gonna wait i'm gonna hold off judgment until april i know dwight howard's back is fucked up um and he's still coming back from that and i think a lot of the backlash on dwight howard is people just didn't believe his back was fucked up like they think he just quit on his team but you don't have surgery for uh for faking a back injury like I think his back really was fucked up, and I think we seeing it because I see him make moves where I'm just like, he would have finished that and got a dunk, but now he's going to end up shooting two free throws because uh, his back is not 100%. But it looks better than it did at the beginning of the year, but it still doesn't look like Dwight Howard in his, you know, in, in his form. And then the other thing is um, I do feel like uh, we have to see what they do later in the season before we panic for the Lakers because is I'm getting I'm just exhausted of worrying about this team like I'm I'm exhausted of being like man them niggas ain't gonna do it and then like somewhere in, in April we like hey man you think they're gonna be the fourth seed or the third seed it's like oh here they go again so I'll, I'll wait and see um the other question I had to ask you guys about the Knicks man the Knicks are looking pretty good man the Mello is doing all the shit that I think all of us have talked about what he needs to do um and i feel like he's kind of um i know it's gonna be controversial but i feel like he's proven uh me right and i think y'all said it too but i'm not sure that he's better than kevin durant like i like his skill set better than kevin durant's skill set when he's playing right and he's playing right right now and he's fucking unstoppable like nobody can stop him in the paint uh, nobody can, uh, what his shot selection is great. He's not hogging the ball and stopping it every time he touches it. And it's making his team better. He's looking like the franchise player that got drafted in the same draft as LeBron. And we were like, who's going to be better? So, um, you know, what are y'all, what are your thoughts about the Knicks, man? I know, uh, uh, Key said when he thinks of the Lakers, he sees LOL. When I look at the Knicks, I see Elmo because he is, they're not fucking around with these kids, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord uh, I, dude like I said like I said before when it was uh, unfavorable to say Carmelo Anthony was to me at the time Kevin Durant's ceiling like I could never see Kevin Durant I always think that Kevin Durant the best he could be was Carmelo Anthony which I don't think that's far off like you're right they're offensive skills and that's realistically they're, why they're on the court mm-hmm. um, the thing about the Knicks is it has to crumble soon, right? It, it has to. I, I don't. Right. I don't. I. I mean, they got roadblocks ahead. I don't think they'll beat Boston in the playoffs. Boston's kind of like the Lakers. Shit might not be as best as it can now, but meet their asses in May. Yeah. Um. I don't. I, Mike Woodson. Uh. I. I. I don't know. Maybe he is a good coach. I guess he is. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, when's the last time we thought someone was a good coach in Atlanta? It's like I can't really hold it against that dude. Like, like I, I don't know if it's him or the job. You know, it's, it's the same thing happens with uh, Raiders players in the NFL. People are like, hey, man, so-and-so real good. I'm like, let's see him away from that place because you never know until they're not there. So Mike Woodson could be a good coach. Um, somebody said Lenny Wilkins in the, in, the, in the chat. Let me just tell y'all something. Lenny Wilkins is the Brett Favre of coaching. Uh <laughs> Without the MVPs, like hey, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, nigga. 
See, Lenny Wilkins brought a championship to Seattle, nigga, with Gus Williams, Dennis Johnson, Jack Sickle, Lonnie Shelton. We he bought a championship to Seattle. And what year you know was what that? Saying? What year was that? Nineteen fifty-two. Lenny Wilkins. <laughs> yeah. See, I so, was one. I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that 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 was at the parade, nigga. Gus Williams, my favorite player, nigga. Lenny Wilkins holds special special place in the Seattle Super. And see, that's the problem. And that is the problem, man. Don't nobody remember, son. People hanging on to this old shit. People be like, Lenny Wilkins got the most wins in the NBA history. He also got the most losses. Right, like, but he black. Right, and there you go. Somebody always. Every time we in the barbershop, somebody got to bring up Lenny Wilkins. Oh, there they go. No, but I, I mean, <laughs> the point was Lenny Wilkins was a good coach in Atlanta. That's all. That's all he was saying. Yeah, that's the he last. About him for 2012. Right, that's the last dude that people would say is Lenny Wilkins uh, was a good coach in Atlanta, and even that to me is a like kind of a questionable thing where it's like. He was good, but he wasn't like where well, we're sitting up there going, all right, when it comes to these X's and O's, uh, it's Phil Jackson, Lenny Wilkins, and oh, Pat Riley. Like, it's just, it wasn't like that. You know what I mean? I, I think it's that place. I don't think anyone could have, and I don't think, Lenny Wilkins could have been Pat Riley for all I know. I don't think Atlanta is the kind of place where you can really get uh, too much of a successful team, man. Atlanta's like, Atlanta's like Arizona State football. Like, it sounds like it should be a great place for players to shine, but there's too many distractions. Right. Yeah, I agree. Magic City. Yeah. You know. Uh, but, Rob, I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean to cut oh, you off. Well, what, what I wanted to say about the Knicks, so, like, I, I have to come full circle, but not really full circle at all. Carmelo Anthony and me, I watched one game. I did my one-game sample, and I watched them play against uh, Boston. No, no, no. Who was the game? They, oh, I watched them play against um, the Lakers. The Oh. Yeah, the Lakers. I watched the second half of that game. So it looks to me that finally a GM did the smart thing and said, all right, Carmelo, come here, nigga. You don't have to play no defense. You just score. We'll have everybody else around you be good defensive players and have a role. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what they did. So Carmelo Anthony is actually now doesn't have to worry about playing defense. He's not stressed about that. Just be a scorer. And we got Chandler. We got Jason Kidd. We got guys who play pressure defense. And we have a system around you. So it's the smartest thing to do because Carmelo is a top two scorer in the league. Right. Just how he can get his own shot. And the problem was they were expecting him to be a good defensive player. And they kept sweating him. You got to be good at this end. You got to be good at this end. But that's not who he is. So they said, all right, F it. We're going to build around you, not have you play defense, and you just ball. And you see that's what he's doing. And, that's what I and honestly, without that pressure on him, I feel like he's playing better defense. Like I've, exactly. Like it's, exactly. The team dynamic of defense is is works better for him than just being individually responsible for locking his man down and being the highest scorer on the team. Uh, like. Uh, just, I don't know, man. I've been watching him, man, and, and every time I see him, I'm impressed. And this is the mellow that I believed in when he got drafted. Like, okay, this dude should be an anchor on the team. And maybe it just took a long time for a team to really understand what, what he need to, what they need to do for him. True. I believe hey, what I think is. That, that team looked really – what I saw was a team that actually looked like they played together, and it helps to have Jason Kidd. And it, you got a team that looks like they play together. I really do believe in them, man. They got athletes, and, and I don't know about the Miami Heat don't want to face that team. Uh, there's just yeah. too many 
there's too many athletes for LeBron can't do it all. And there's too many niggas coming off that bench for him to have to deal with. And Dwayne Wade is suspect. They should have traded his ass last year. Yeah. But he, he they, they don't got enough athletes to mess with them, the New York Knicks. They really don't. Yeah, and that, the, they they the, would pose a problem. And the, the offensive spacing is so much better. Like, it, right. it's crazy. Like, if you look at his stats from last year to this year, Man, he, he, he shot 43% last year. He's shooting 47 now. Wow. Shot 33 from three. Now he's shooting 45. Like, just like, the spacing is changing everything for just the type of looks that he's getting. And having a point guard like Raymond Felton, who everybody slept on, man, and everybody thought it was Charlotte. a joke. Yes. I, I said the Lakers should have got him when he left the Bobcats. And everybody was like, oh, fuck that, man. And, and he went ball for the Knicks. Mm-hmm. And then he got fat in Seattle. I mean, in uh, Portland. And everybody was like, yeah, I told you he was a bum but now he's back balling again for new york man he just needed to be in the right type of offense Mm -hmm. he's a good competent point guard and uh it's showing right now man he's better than that damn brand midnight dude he's actually a better fit than jeremy lynn because jeremy lynn jeremy lynn was shooting all the goddamn shots you got mellow on the team and you shooting all the shots nigga that's never gonna last like yeah but that brother's (laughs) been haney look i bet you he's looked like that since seven years old (laughs) <laughs> uh, 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 Jeremy Lane? No, no. Um, Raymond Felton. Raymond Felton. Oh yeah, yeah. He, that's just how he looked, man. Like that's just how, people like he got fat. I'm like he 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 just looked like that, man. Trust me, he could ball. Y'all gotta believe. Uh, hey y'all, hey yeah. y'all. When I think about the Knicks, man, I, my mind is so atypical. I, I think about when Biggie says. When the brothers was asking about that story to tell, yeah. and he had to pull out the gun. I don't know, one of them old six. It was one of them six five ass niggas. Yeah. Which one do you think it was? Like I did some research. Like it had to be between ninety five and ninety seven, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, who do you think came back to the crib? Biggie escaped, and, and, and some of the some of the suspects could have been Alonzo Blackman. Oh, okay. He was six six. <laughs> Hubert, da- Hubert Davis was 6'5". Right. Derek Harper was 6'4". Uh, Anthony Mason, 6'7". <laughs> Charles Oakley, 6'8". Six- That's a little it, bit. It, was, it wasn't Anthony Mason, and it wasn't Charles Oakley. We can mark them off the list now. Exactly. If Xavier... No, it if, and it wasn't my boy, the point guard, um, Harper. It wasn't Yeah, it wasn't guy. him. He got hands. And if it was Xavier McDaniel was on the team, then it definitely wasn't him either. Allen Houston. Mm-hmm. It was that nigga. That's who uh, it Larry was. Larry Johnson. That's who it was. I say Allen Houston before you even got into this shit. It was definitely Doug, Allen Houston. Doug Christie. Uh-oh. Doug Christie. Well, hold up. Wait, hold up. Oh, no, no, no. That wouldn't work. No, no. Because Jack, Jackie would have beat up big by herself. Well, no, 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 no. But she, that's, the kind of, that's what kind of broad she was. She was with big. Right. Keeping, yeah. keeping Doug Christie on check. Oh, okay. Let's um, not sleep on Doug Christie as a possibility. No, I, what well, here's, here's why that can't work, man. There's no way in fuck that Jackie Christie isn't going to a Doug Christie game. No, but if Yeah, you, she's everywhere. She would be at but the game with him. The Utah Jazz, though. She might not like the Utah Jazz. Um, I'm going to just give it to you for the sake of uh, comedy and moving on with the show, but... Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie too crazy, man. She won't let this nigga get out of her no, sight. Y'all don't watch basketball okay. wives. So it's Doug Christie. So it's not Doug Christie. So it must be Hubert Davis or Alan Houston. Yeah, it's one of them too. That's what I Hubert think Davis it is. Alan Hughes. I That's think it's it Hubert Davis. It might be, man. He did have a little bit of that, like, symptom. Yeah, like, oh, man, why, why are you going to talk to him? Why are you going to talk to him? Why are you looking at him? Yeah, I can see I that. I was three for seven from three point tonight, baby. Why are you tripping? 
Yeah, I give you the money, man. It's all underneath the bed. <laughs> why does this <laughs> Why does this bed smell like this? Anyway, um, <laughs> all right, man. We uh, let's get into some actual um, articles. Uh, did y'all hear about Trey Songs getting arrested? Oh, oh, Mr. Panda dropper himself. Yeah. Now, in addition to uh, possibly being the cause of somebody getting killed behind his concert, he decided that he need to make some more news. He was throwing dollar bills at a woman, a.k.a. making it rain. Seems harmless, but it got Trey Songz arrested for assault in New York recently. They said he was doing it aggressively. That's right. Uh, oh, you aggressively tossing dollars? Yeah. You're making it rain. Not that cornball brother shit, that real nigga shit. Songs real name, Tremaine Neverson. Like, Neverson. Neverson. Like, like, ask me have I listened to one of his albums. Never. I son. have. <laughs> Never, son. I have. Okay, you're a woman. You can oh. do that. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't count. My bad. Had a, <laughs> rolls of quarters at him and shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you like his music? Okay, wait till we get done. I got some change. Uh, <laughs> he had an album release party August 21st at a gentleman's club in Queens, according to the police. Somewhere between 4 and 4.15 a.m. on the 22nd, he became involved in an altercation inside the club. Cops described described the incident this way in the criminal complaint. Tremaine Neverson did throw a sum of United States currency at the complaint (laughs) to complain it. Wow. And said some of the United States currency stuck to the planet's left eye, causing substantial pain to her left eye. Was this somebody that had to stretch it out to 150 characters and double space? <laughs> right, because um, they could have said cash, money. It's like, well, it wasn't connect- Somebody was like, well, was it doubloons? No, mm-hmm. it, it was, was U.S. dollars, United States currency, ma'am. Okay, because the loony is really doing bad. Uh, it is unclear if the man in the court, the woman in question, was uh, a stripper. S- Songs has was not arrested that night. But rather, a month later, for misdemeanor assault, Songs had a court date in New York on November 1st, and an order of protection was issued. He's due back in court in February. So, Troy Songs out here throwing, making it rain on these hoes. Literally. Um, yeah, I don't fuck with his music, so it's not a big loss to me that he got arrested, but I just thought that was funny. Uh, plus also, I think the idea, like, I would love to have that much money that when I get mad at people, I can throw it at them. <laughs> like, that shit, that, like, what does That's that feel real like? Money. That's what that coach should have did with them kids. He just, just said, I, oh, I got this call and just threw the money at them. How you gonna take another job in front of our faces? You know what? Hold on. I got something for y'all. <laughs> Pay for y'all meal. I'm out. <laughs> um, all right, this is a this is a guest race time, and of course the chat room plays along. Uh, guest race is a game where we play clips or read our news articles on the show, and we have our guest guess the race of the people involved. Are you guys ready to play guess the race? Are you you have your racism caps on? Yes, sir. Yes. All right, and the chat room will play along, and uh, as people that have listened to the show in the past know. They are horribly racist, so this may be the part of the show where we lose new listeners. Here we go. Police say a Delaware County woman who had been missing since last week apparently took her own life. The body of Teresa Mastercola of Milbourne was found over the weekend in Ridley Creek State Park. Police have been looking for the 44-year-old since last Sunday after she did not show up at work for several days. 
all right now that right there is just a suicide you guys have no idea what race well, let me add some clues one more clue she died by overdosing on helium through inhalation tell my light what you blow the balloons up with yeah she filled herself up by sucking helium till she died how is that even possible i don't know Then she called now, uh, 911. Uh, how can I help you? Help me! I'm looking. Oh, no. Why are you playing on the phone? The <laughs> uh, oh, I, yeah. I can? Okay, so, I, I, well, my first initial thought, as soon as you tell me it had to be white, but what threw me off was that she didn't show up for work. Yeah. So then I said, okay, maybe she's black. So then I, I then would have got me the helium overdose and then she got to be white. Okay. What about, what about you, Key? I think she's spaghetti eating, pasta eating, pizza face Italian. Okay, all right. Um, and let me see if I can play some of this nine one one call. Nine one one, can we help you? <laughs> <laughs> what seems to be the emergency? I didn't like you. Um, excuse me, ma'am. Uh, um, I, I can't quite understand you. I, I just want to die. Goodbye, cruel world. Um, is this a child playing on the phone? Where are your parents? <laughs> Let's check the chat room. Uh, Cheddar says Evo 08. Uh, as we all know, white people love cheese, so that makes sense. Um, uh, amazingly, ca- so amazingly Caucasian, it's not even funny, just sad. Did she leave a suicide note in balloons? <laughs> so it is funny and it is sad. Uh Bozo the Clown's daughter, white, overdramatic white female making a statement. Honky Huffin' Helium says meet me. And uh insane clown white. <laughs> yeah, uh Caucasian persuasion says Steve. Correct answer is white. She was a white lady who did that. That's crazy. Um here's another uh Guess the race article. Hope you guys are ready with your good racism. What's the location of your emergency? What's going on there? Uh, uh, I uh, shed some innocent blood. I'm sorry? I shed some innocent blood. Okay, what, what do you mean, sir? I inscribed a pentagram on my son. On your son? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, why didn't you do that? Because it's a holy day. Anyway, you know, my wife's. Yeah. <gasps> That's right. Um, this man took a box cutter and inscribed a pentagram on his son's back. He's charged with aggravated assault. He said he did it because it's a holy day. Guess the race. Damn. Jim Jones, no diplomat Jim Jones. Flavor Ray Jim Jones White. All right. Rob? Um, I'm going to have to lean towards the Anglo-Saxon race. <laughs> Towards, yes, I. The chat room says, Children of the Corn, Amish Mafia, Mitt Romney, Mormon, Wizite, Aryan Nation, Devil Worshipping White, Ned Flanders White, Resident of Utah White, Blue Eyed Devil Worshipping White, Blue Worshipping Blue, Devil Worshipping Blue Eyed Devil Duke fan. Uh, fan. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Uh, Blue Eyed Devil and Ozzy Osbourne fan. The correct answer is white. That's some crazy. What the fuck could your kid be doing to it? I guess kids can drive you crazy, but what could your kid be doing? You like get my box cutter? How are they alive? How, how are dudes like that still walking around? 
Right. Yeah, it's weird, man. And did you say child? Was child abuse in any of them charges? Exactly. <laughs> I, I don't know. About the aggravated assault and yeah. Was, Let's see. It's kind of that just sounded like a horror movie trailer. He was so spooky yeah. to me. Like his tone was scaring the hell out of me. Yeah, he's, shed some innocent blood. And why did you do that? Because it was a holy day. And, and I think I heard the kid crying in the background. Actually, I never want to hear that again. Yeah, that's so, put some music behind that. Yeah, R and B. Can you put that Sam Christmas song behind that Mariah Carey or something? <laughs> I don't think that would help. Oh. Uh, we got to talk about sore ratchetness. Of course, we talk about this every show because we keep spreading the word to let people know you can't trust these motherfuckers with sores, and we need some type of regulations on them. Uh, a 69 year old man was swinging a sword in front of his burning house. And he was tased by the police officers earlier that evening. Portland police were called to assist firefighters at the citizens reported that the man was screaming at a passerby and that his house appeared to be on fire. Police and fire officials attempted to talk the man down from his porch where he stood welding a sword and carrying a shield. A shield? Damn, they upgrading now? They got shields? I guess so, sir. <laughs> Watch his water kiss or some shit, man. Uh, he continued to swing his sword and yell at them incoherently. Police determined that the man was in danger due to his proximity to the flames and that he was a danger to others due to his behavior with the sword. After subduing the man, police requested medical attention for him. Medics determined that he was unharmed aside from a minor injury from a piece of broken glass on the porch. The man was transported to a hospital for a mental evaluation. Our primary concern right now is just his well-being, said the police, uh, who obviously don't care about the fire. Um, the fire bureau was able to address the fire, which was contained to one house after the man was removed from the scene. The 69 year old man's name has not been released. He is not being charged with anything at this point. The cause of the fire is under investigation. Um, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it's probably crazy man with a sword that started the fire. <laughs> it's not Tina. Mm. Don't want to. Where do you buy swords at? I, right? Where would you buy swords? Same people don't know. <laughs> I that's wouldn't know point. where to purchase one at. You're not supposed to know that kind of stuff, man. If you are the kind of person that's like, I want to buy a sword, you're already on the wrong path. Speaking of that, this is not guess the race, by the way. These are just sword stories. We got another one. Deputies say a father and his adult son are both in the hospital recovering from wounds after the son allegedly attacked his father with a samurai sword. Damn. Kip Judas. What a name. <laughs> yeah, guess the wow. race on that one. I don't even need a picture. Uh, You're going to kill somebody your name with that. Yeah, Judas, right. Come you on now. You name your kid Kip, you might as well put the, put the sword in his hand when he's a toddler because <laughs> he will be using it on you. <laughs> you name him Judas, you know he's going to betray you. with hot babes on the internet all day. <laughs> Um, they said deputies were watching over the 32 year old albert bryce pregene of karen crow karen crow i don't know at a local hospital um judy's judas says one of pregene once pregene is released from the hospital he will be booked with attempted second degree murder Judas said the 63-year-old father had apparently gone to his son's home Wednesday in an attempt to counsel his son concerning domestic issues when the discussion escalated into a dispute. The father suffered several chop-like injuries to his hands, arms, and legs. I'm going to go on a limb and say those were just chops, not chop-like. Mm. Huh? So he got chopped with that sword, probably. What, wow. simulation chops? Nah, they you either got cut or you didn't get cut. Yeah, he got chopped up. That's That's all. He probably threw some money at him. And then he didn't take that too well. Was and it with the American currency? Yeah, he probably threw some United <laughs> States official currency instead of Monopoly money. And uh, 
Yeah, and then Frigene got a cut on his leg when he fell, so <laughs> He was. He failed. wasn't too. He wasn't too handy with that. Um, with that. With that sword. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's 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 get back to some guest race. Oh wait, one more story before we get to guest race, and this one is specific for my man. Uh, for all my people that live in Arizona. Uh-oh. Okay? Oh shit. Represent. All right, brothers. I've been wanting y'all to get out of Arizona. Uh, Nikki, I know you listen to the show. I told you get out of there. An Arizona-based company recently filed a patent for a high-tech futuristic handcuff device that, in a word, are terrifying. In addition to restraining prisoners, the cuffs can also deliver electric shocks and sedatives. What? Yeah, they put them on you, and then they can hit you with electrodes or... Uh, or inject you with sedatives to calm your ass down. You know what? I, 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 you know, and I know a lot of people might disagree with me, but you know what? For mm-hmm. the safety of police officers, I kind of agree because not only do they got to wrestle your ass down to the ground, people bite, kick, spit, cut. I mean, they do all kinds of stuff to the police officers. So if you get the handcuffs on them, you know their ass is going to sit down. Uh, or either, you know, some of them be high on drugs. So, you know, e- so even if you tase them, sometimes that don't work. Because we've seen this uh, clip where somebody got tased and niggas still ran eight blocks. So sometimes that shit don't even work. So, I mean, it, it, uh, it, it's mixed between it. But I kind of understand. Just If anything else, for the sake of the police. Which, but like, would you rather have this and them shoot you? Uh, Well, see, they, gotta already, they already got you in the cuffs. So like our regular cuffs not doing the job anymore. Like, but, but I, I've seen, I need I've seen I need people. some some background yeah, on this. You I've, can't just leave with we got to start doing some extra cuffing on niggas. I want to know why. Well, I don't know. I think it's those people that that them 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 meth arrests. Them people that are just inhumanly strong at the point of view. You told me to move out of Arizona like that was the solution. How about I just not break the law? Uh, it don't matter. You black in Arizona, so <laughs> you, you, it, you acting never like that's a choice. Though, right? <laughs> Yet. 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 You're not, you're not, <laughs> you're not dead. <laughs> you ain't dead if you still got a driver's license. Yeah, it can uh, happen. <laughs> uh, all I know, I've been arrested on several occasions, which is so ironic, but <laughs> them cuffs are good enough for me. Uh, I I had no plans of getting out but, of them. But, but see, that's what I'm saying. But, but like, I'm scared they're going to use these cuffs on regular ass niggas. Like, people, oh, people start the with the like, well, see, what if they had to lock up a uh, Debo? Like, yeah, but what if they got to lock me up? I don't want these shits on me. <laughs> it ain't automatic. Hey, 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 let me tell you something. Just don't get arrested. Then, you know? Yeah, I'll try not to, man. I'm just saying, dog. I've seen some misunderstandings <laughs> go horribly wrong for people like of our type. Get pulled over. Sometimes they got to pull out the spikes to, like, stop the car. <laughs> there's, 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 no, I'm saying, that's if it's a runaway chase. Right. Sometimes they pull out the ghetto bird. It's not like they just arrested people with the ghetto bird and sniping them. I, I just you don't. There's situations for it. I'm just nervous that these will. This nigga Ross where he gonna be jaywalking all of a sudden. Right. I get nervous, man. It's a lot of niggas that's, that's, y'all act like niggas don't be in jail for dumb shit all the time. It'd be like, so what happened? It's like, man, I don't know. I was black and uh, I was on the street. And next thing you know, I was doing six to ten. So, like, they should, we just did a study. We just read a study uh, a couple months ago about North Carolina uh, legally locking up dudes because they said y'all, they couldn't have handguns. Come to find out, that's not a law. 
and they still didn't want to let the niggas out. <laughs> they were still like, it was like, yeah, we know it's not a law, but you know, I mean, come on, stay away from you the guns. You already did it, shit, we can't go back. Yeah, like, you know how much money it cost to open up the door and let you out? That's like 10, 15 cents to, to open that door. That's a lot of electricity. But, uh, um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I, I mean, I don't worry I mean, about them necessarily throwing them on, uh, on, on like these super hardcore criminals. If, if there was some type of, um, guarantee that that's all it's going to be used for, I yeah, like I that. I agree, I agree. But, but, but just, if, just on like your normal everyday, not going to fight you, not going to speak you, spit on you, not right. high on shit people, no. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I might get the cuffs just on some, eh, you never know. True. Like they just be looking at you like, mm, I know it says you got a degree, but I, I think you might be right. You you did talk shit to Steve Smith, so you might say some crazy shit. Right, stuff. you never know, man. You never know. But um, yeah. So people in Arizona, be careful. Um, all right, back to guess the race. Uh, an, an extreme couponer claimed oh. they got attacked by a store manager of a dollar store. Hmm. Oh shit! So we're gonna guess the race here. Uh, let me play the article because there's a clip with it. Let's see if uh. See what it says. Starts now. An extreme couponer attacked at a Germantown dollar store after the manager refuses to honor her coupons, and it's all caught on camera. Good evening and happy Thanksgiving. I'm Joe Burt. Action News 5's Michael Clark is live in Germantown now with details. Michael? Yeah, Joe, a sign outside the store at Dollar Tree says coupons are accepted, but one shopper has a busted lip and some popped blood vessels in her eye after she says the manager refused to accept her wad of coupons and then attacked her when leaving the store. Shit! This was the last way Missy Monzo Marte expected her trip to Dollar Tree in Germantown oh, to end. Shit. She hit me in the eye and hit me in the lip. The manager just came running and attacked her. And these two women say it all started over coupons. I'm asking for a reason. Both are members of the DeSoto County Coupon Club and constantly cut and clip to save. A sign outside the store states coupons are accepted, but apparently this store manager wasn't having any of it. I cannot. Now you can leave the building or I can call Chairman Jennifer Hill says the two had a similar run-in with the same manager last week and wanted answers from corporate. The only purpose of hitting record was so when Dollar Tree called me back, I had proof of how we were treated in the store. But instead, hitting record caught the incident on camera and led to Germantown police charging employee Shauna Shipman with simple assault. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. No one from Dollar Tree called me back. This is really all over coupons. I mean, here we were trying to save money. And Monzo Marte makes donations with her savings. She can't understand why, of all people, a store manager would refuse her service and still can't believe she has this busted lip and blurry vision because of a wad oh, of shit. We had no problem buying any of our products at any of the other Dollar Trees. Again, Shauna Shipman was cited for a misdemeanor assault. We found her Facebook page and tried to reach out to her for her side of the story, but have not heard back. Reporting live in German... All right, guys. <clears throat> what race are the victims? The victims, not Shauna Shipman, who works at the dollar store. It's too easy. And I know y'all was y'all y'all wanted to give me, but no, the victims who do extreme couponing at the dollar store, <laughs> even after being denied, they come back. Who? What are the race of those ladies? Um. I'm confused. I, 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 extreme. I'm, I'm stuck at extreme. Like, what kind of level they taking it to? <laughs> extreme. 
I mean, like, there's extreme X Games, there's extreme I mean, racing, and now there's extreme coupon clipping. I mean, it's like they. I like, think. I mean, paper like, cuts. They don't. They don't. They don't fuck around with paper cuts. Paper cuts don't even hurt. They they roll with paper cuts. <laughs> so it's like they flash mob up in the pieces with coupons in their hands. I think they. Um. I think they. Dick, they drink a. Pop that blood vessel. Pop that. Pop that. Pop that. Tell the tell the stove up. Tell the stove up. Clip it. Clip it. Don't stop. <laughs> I wonder if um if they like drink a Mountain Dew that's half off before <laughs> go to the store. Yeah. Extreme. I don't know what race she is, but I picture her looking like Bushwick Bill on that "We Can't Be Stopped." <laughs> <laughs> that "We Can't Be Stopped" album cover and shit. Uh, and I picture the store manager looking like Bushwick Bill on my mind playing tricks on me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, she was just pounding on the concrete. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the Why you hit me in the eye? I want to hit you in the body. body. <laughs> um, I, I just, what did she? Th- did they say anything about her? Like she, she um grabbed all the coupons, just threw her in her face like Trey songs and shit. Just threw a bunch of coupons right in her face like scan these bitch. That was, that was all from Sunday morning's paper anyway. That's Fuck you. That's what really happened to her left eye. Skin. Scared these bitch. So, um, so, so what guess? What race y'all guys going with for the victims? Uh, uh, I think the victims um, probably were of Middle Eastern descent. Middle Eastern. Okay. What about you, uh, Key? Man, I think she's just typical white on the bread. All right. Well, this is going. Uh, I think more like uh, caramel. I'm thinking like more Hershey Kiss. Uh, Middle Eastern, little now, darker on the Middle Eastern side. Whoever gets this right, you realize this is where, unless you both get it wrong, this is where your records will part because y'all been a hundred percent so far, hundred percent, hundred percent. Honey Boo Boo's mom's June White, and manager is Akon Black. I didn't ask for the manager's race anyway. Craft slice cheese eaters. I can't afford cheddar cheese at regular prices. White. <laughs> I want to say white because they felt entitled enough to come back after being denied. Yeah, that's that's what I thought was a pretty big clue, too. Like, why would you come back? Niggas don't come back once you tell us that the shit, that, like, your coupon don't work here. It's like, fuck you, then, cracker. <laughs> Go somewhere else. Extreme coupon and white. Money grubbing Shylock. I believe that's racist against Jewish people. Uh, we are the majority. <laughs> We have the majority of food stamp users white, coupon club white, cheddar cheese, milking, whining, coupon clippers white. Correct answer was white. They were white ladies. Yes. And and the thing about it, when they said extreme coupons, she had a whole photo album, y'all, full of, literally full of coupons. Yeah. I, I might have punched her in her lip, too, though. Man, that's annoying. And right. The, why, why, but I've never heard a newscaster ever in my life. So it's different hearing on the West Coast newscaster versus other places. I've never heard a newscaster say busted her in her lip. Like, busted. <laughs> I've never heard that before. Yeah. Like, she busted... She got busted in the lip. You don't hear newscasters saying that shit out here. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it probably was annoying. And like you said, she was, uh, and she didn't have the right putting her hands on. Don't get me wrong, but I bet she was like, shit, here come the, you know, they even said they have some grocery stores that those people like that, they tell them that they actually ban them from the stores because they say, we don't have five hours to sit here and scan all your coupons right. while you hold up the line. It's like whenever I was a working register at like McDonald's and someone want, want to pay for everything and change. And I always be that person that ordered like $20 worth of shit too. 
It's like, let me get seven uh, double quarter pounders, and uh, I'm going to need uh, 12 fries, six shakes, and uh, hold on. How much is that? I'm like, yeah, it's uh, 27.45. Okay, hold on. Ching, ching, ching. Group my quarters together. I'm like, God damn. It's going to take all day. I and wish I, I could hit you. I bet you that was. She was like, y'all can't do this no more. We can't be here. And then it's the fucking Dollar Tree. You know they only got two cash registers open <laughs> and you tying them all up. Yeah, I've never been in the Dollar Tree and walked out like, that was a short line. So you already know that everybody behind was pissed too. You know they was. And also I assume people that work at the Dollar Tree will fight me. Yeah, and my and, and, and you know what her thing is like, bitch, everything in here costs a dollar. Yeah, I don't know why that is though, because technically it's still minimum wage wherever you work. But for some reason I feel like the Dollar Tree pays their employees a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> I work eight hours a day. Or merchandise. Right. I work eight hours a day. I can pick eight things from the store. (laughs) I can get eight (laughs) dollars. Right. Plus tax. (laughs) Plus tax. I'm moving up. That's actually eight dollars seventy two cent. but yeah, I just I don't know, man. I feel like they will fight me like they just got out of prison. Um uh, uh, let's go back to guess the race. A uh Scott Law. 33 years old, who was registered blind, got behind the wheel of the family car after a drunken argument with his partner, Suzanne Shalton, Shalton, or Scalton, He ignored the safety of a two-year-old child in the rear passenger seat and drove straight at Mrs. Scalton, knocking her to the ground as she walked away. Damn. Mrs. Mrs. Scalton escaped with a minor grazing following the incident near his home. Um... In Gainesboro, okay, the couple then moved, then drove off, but a passenger, uh, oh no, a passerby who witnessed the incident took down the registration number of his, uh, Peugeot 206 and contacted the police. Law was traced through his number plate and admitted to officers that he was registered blind and could not drive. Why was he behind the wheel? Well, it gets better, guys. He was breath tested and found to be more than twice the legal limit of uh, oh. for alcohol while driving. Uh, he was jailed yesterday for nine months at Lincoln Crown uh, Court after admitting charges of dangerous driving, drinking, drink driving, and driving without a license and without insurance. He was also disqualified for driving for six years. I like how it's like, well, after that, you won't be blind anymore, so you can drive drunk. Wow. <clears throat> Passing sentence, Judge Sean Morris told him you were driving on the up the road unable to see properly because you were registered blind and you were full of drink. You are a menace. Full and when of it, drink. <laughs> yeah, I think this happened in, like, Europe. You are a menace, and when it comes to cause, it is time you learned your lesson. You can sit in prison and think about your life and what you have done. By the way, no mention of him hitting that woman. Nobody seems outraged by the fact that he drove his girlfriend I, down in the car. I t- uh, women, I, now if he'd hit a dog, everybody been an uproar. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, oh no, you didn't hit Fluffy, but you no, know, women are second class citizens, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. It's like, well, look, we've all been so annoyed by a woman, yeah. we wanted to hop in the car and drive But over. no, 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 you better not hit that dog in picture now. Yeah, was, we've all been there, but <laughs> we a find. Hit a woman holding a dog, get that. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, especially if it's a white woman. Is the dog okay? Is the dog okay? The court heard the incident occur earlier this year after Law got into a row with his wife after drinking about five bottles of wine. Damn. I'm pretty five sure that bottles. was. Five bottles? He was turning it up. Pretty sure that was the cause of the row right there. 
Yeah. <laughs> Are you really gonna drink the fifth bottle of wine? Look at bitch! You get the fuck out of my house! And I don't give a fuck. I hop in the car, run your ass down. Get, nigga, you are blind. You cannot even see me to hit me. I will follow the sound of your bitchness! <laughs> get out of here, bitch! Get out of here, bitch! Um, the car, the car was, was seen to veer erratically across the road. Initially, the woman was driving with law in the front passenger seat. Um, the witnesses described them as arguing emphatically. Miss Scalton, uh, Scalton, I mean, got out and was quite upset and angry. Law was bare chested and was seen to urinate against the side of the car. He was unsteady on his feet. He got into the driver's seat. Miss Scalton was walking <laughs> away. They were it's unsteady on his feet. Miss Scalton was walking away up the road. Another driver stopped to see if she was okay. She said she was fine. No, you weren't. Uh, she could te- I bet hey, you know who that other driver was. I bet it was Joe, the R and B singer. <laughs> what kind of man would hit you when he was blind? <laughs> Treat you like you're nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he had his music already playing. La 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 yeah. la la. Girl, you better Joe. watch out for that car. You Joe can't see like- you, but he knows where you are. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is sweeter than the sounds of you getting hit. <laughs> <laughs> you drink all the wine to the last drop. Once he hits the gas, he will not stop. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, that looks like uh, how Tyrone Hill would look at Charles O.C.B. <laughs> <again. laughs> like he show up, try to take your girl. Um, of course. But uh, so, um, she, she, someone asked if she okay. She said she was fine. She she continued to walk away and didn't seem to notice when Law drove up behind her. She was she was he was accelerating and braking and then drove into the back of her. She was knocked forward and onto the ground. Law was later traced from the registration plate. Miss Scalthorn uh was oh that wasn't an M the whole time it was R and an N. Okay. Miss Scalthorn was sat in was sat in the car outside with the little boy still in the rear seat. That's right, they had a baby in here the whole time. Aww. Law was upstairs in the house, he was drunk. <laughs> what else is new? The court was early was earlier told that the eyesight was severely damaged when he suffered serious head injuries in a road accident in two thousand five and that his sight problems became worse following injuries in a further crash four years later. Damn. Stews does a lot of crashing. Yes he does. Uh Mr. Howe said this offense was aggravated by the fact that he was drunk and injury was caused. There was also a child in the back of the car at the time. Uh Sunil Kana defending uh, said law turned to alcohol as a result of depression caused after he was turned down for jobs because of his poor eyesight he began to drink more and more he was heavily drunk on this day he had drunk between four and five bottles of wine uh law uh, the, the lawyer said law was trying to catch up with his partner after she walked off his poor eyesight and drunken state meant he misjudged distances and ended up knocking her down guess the race of mr law guys I'm perplexed. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm leaning towards Negro. Okay, going with black. What about you? Yeah, I think he's a uh, gold teeth wearing, fried chicken and biscuit eating, monkey ate baboon, consumed okay. spade motherfucker. 
Okay. All right. Let's check the chat room. Well, fuck it then. Spirit chucking Kool Aid connoisseur, ignorant anti cornball brother, aka real dumb nigga. Stink meaner black, but with ah. vitiligo white. Um, I don't know what that means. Uh, if that was white or black, Francois. Meek Meek says white blind fury. Sonya <laughs> 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 says blind fury, Gran Turismo, and Jonah Hill the sitter got off easy because I'm privileged white. Sterling says CAC, which of course everybody knows stands for cracker ass cracker. Francois says white. Okay, so clarifying. Um, the correct, let's see, white as his cane. Oh! <laughs> oh, oh shit! Cane and the dog. White as his cane. That's good. Um, yeah, correct. That was white. He was a white man, y'all. Um, all right, we got a couple more. Then we gotta get out of here because, you know, I got my fantasy football line up straight. Um, <clears throat> clearly, it was not the ideal time for Roger Alvin Henderson to be pulled over. The Alachua County Sheriff's Office says a deputy stopped Henderson on Monday thinking there was a window tint violation with Henderson's car. Put him in them cuffs. He got, <laughs> pulling out the electronic sedative cuffs. He, he reached into his pocket and said, it's about time I got to use these. Um, anyway, the deputy's dash cam video shows Henderson is brought to the front of the patrol car as he hands the deputy his driver's license. He says he needs to urinate. The deputy does not appear to hear his statement and instead walks over to Henderson's car where he speaks with the man with the man's mother who's inside the car with him. Upon taking a closer look, the deputy realizes the window tint is in fact legal. And he is heard apologizing to the mother for needlessly pulling them over. But at the same time, the dash video shows Henderson undoing his pants and urinating all over the front of the deputy's patrol car. (gasps) (laughs) As as a deputy returned to Henderson, he notices the newly formed puddle and said, did you pee on my car? You just pissed on my car. Henderson, who was just seconds away from being released, is instead arrested and charged with indecent exposure. Guess the race of Mr. Henderson. Come on, man. You know he's black. Roger Alvin Henderson. You going with Black Key? Okay. Akon Black, like they say. It, it was it was black as his uh, tent was. <laughs> what about you, Rob? <laughs> Limo tent black. Uh, Rob, Rob ran out this oh. room and shit. I don't know where he is. All right, well, we'll just go with your guess, and uh, Rob will get an incomplete on this one. Keeping it real, Black says Sparger. Black, he almost got away with it, but then he got bold, says Canuck Duke. I didn't know I couldn't do that. Dave Chappelle's friend, White, says Terry. <laughs> um, the correct answer is... White. You going white? Okay, correct. Go, I gotta go with chalkboard, um, um, a freaking pen removal, whatever, white. All right, uh, Sterling says white, just white. Correct answer is black. What? It was a black man mm-hmm. who got pissed off, so he pissed on that police car. Ha <laughs> um, you. You think his favorite uh, NBA team is the Detroit Pistons? Oh, shit. Yeah, up top. That's, a, that's that highbrow comedy that you come to the black guy who tips for, people. Tip your waitresses. Um, Please do. All right. Uh, uh, Jason Michael Adams was arrested and charged with larceny on December 10th, 2012 after an attempted jewelry theft during an anti-burglary burglary alarm installation at a Boca Raton home. Oh, Florida. 
A technician with the home alarm company was charged after allegedly trying to steal more than $40,000 worth of jewelry from a Boca Raton woman's home during an alarm installation. So this nigga is there to install a security alarm and steal. <laughs> see, you know, leaving your jewels out like that. See, that's exactly why this system would be uh, perfect for you uh, right now. Now, you want to leave the room for a second? I, I need to get some things uh, to do. Um, so um, Jason Michael Adams, 37, was working for Safe Streets USA a company that had been subcontracted by ADT to install alarms at the Ibis Point Circle home of 50-year-old Boca Raton woman, according to a Boca Raton police record. On Monday at around 11 a.m., the homeowner saw Adams rummaging through a jewelry chest in her bedroom and yelled at him. According to police, Adams claimed to be looking for a panic button. Yeah, he was panicking all right when she walked in that room and caught him with them jewels. Of course. Uh, is the panic button in here with your $40,000 worth of jewelry? No? Okay. Yeah, see, that's what the problem is right there. That's We're going to definitely need to install that. Uh, let me, what are they doing in my pocket? No, see, these. Uh, I was looking for the panic button in my pocket, too. Uh, you know, pocket jewels. Uh, according to police, Adams claimed ah. to be looking for a panic button. His colleague, Jason Proscurin, rushed in to see what was going on as the victim ordered Adams to empty his pockets. Adams dropped a necklace and a cross pendant to the floor. He also tried to steal two watches. One was valued at $32,000. Got so money. Whose house is this, Jay-Z? I know. <laughs> the jury man? $32,000 watch? Adams was charged with larceny and booked in the Palm Beach County Jail. He was released early Tuesday on $5,000 bond. Guess the race. It's got to be a brother. All right. That name, like Michael Michael Adams. Jason Michael Adams. Well, I'm confused because it was only a $5,000 bond, so it makes me think he's white. Okay. All right. Uh, let's check the <laughs> chat room. That's a nigga, says Francois. <laughs> okay all right we'll take that uh, i don't see any other guesses so i'm just gonna have to go ahead and uh, call this one it was a white man it was a white man and uh the clue rob, bond, rob rob your bond knowledge is incredible right there well it just it just it, five thousand was too low if a nigga if a nigga stole a thirty two thousand dollar watch he ain't getting out on five thousand dollar bond right it's at least as much as the watch like that exactly if you said thirty two thousand <laughs> i'd be like oh that's a nigga yeah. Um, all right. Last guess the race story. Um, now look, we're all married men here. Uh, we all do whatever it takes to, you know, protect our relationships, try to keep the wife happy. Um, yes. and so here's about a man who went the extra mile. Okay. When his wife came home to his house, oh wait, when his wife came to his house to tell him their marriage was over, Robert, Bodiddly Ball, I'm not making that up, Robert Bodiddly Ball, screamed at her, beat her, kicked her to the floor, deputies say, then he took her out for dinner and bought her a new pair of shoes, the whole time threatening her with a knife. Nigga, what? That's some pimp shit right there. That's definition, San Francisco, gorilla pimp. Give her something to eat, make her keep her looking good, but no dough. And he beat her ass. He got that strong pimp game. Mm-hmm. Or he might be white folks. The white folks was white though, huh? Uh, Just because he does he have a. Don't mean he got to be black, right? He does have a pimp name too, uh, Robert yeah. Bodiddly. 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 Like who names their son Bodiddly for a nickname, man? 
Uh, Janet Ball, 52, told her father on Monday morning she was going to visit her estranged husband to sort out issues on property they still shared. According to a Pasco County Sheriff's Office report, she said she'd be gone only an hour once she arrived at her husband's home. However, the couple began arguing. She told Robert Ball that after, I feel like they should have to call him Bo Diddley Ball instead of just Robert at any point. Like Mr. Bo Diddley. She told Mr. Bo Diddley that after 32 years of marriage, she didn't love him anymore. He yelled at her, the report said. Then he punched her so hard in the side of her head. He made her Bo Diddley. That <laughs> He punched her so hard in the side of her head that she fell to the floor. The sheriff's report said he pushed her back down and kicked her in the stomach. Well, baby, you know what? According to what I call her, she bad. She she mad enough to to jump. She mad enough to get punched like a man. Well, see, Karen, this is the equality that we're talking about, man. Women need equal rights, mm-hmm. so he take these equal ass whoopings. He mm-hmm. beat her like a man because that's his way of showing that he is not a chauvinist at okay? all. But he bought her. But he bought her dinner. Right, so mm-hmm. he is. Uh, if we're guessing the race, I yeah. would say he is Samsung three black, <laughs> um, Chris, Chris oh. Brown black, and OJ Simpson black. <laughs> well, Keith, you want to guess now? Or you want more clues? No, oh, man. You know he 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 is a he. I, here's the thing. I'm embarrassed, but he's black. Mm, okay. it's, it's undoubtedly black. Okay. He took her cell phone and car keys and dragged her by the hair to prop her up against a wall. Damn. He later told deputies that that was the first time she noticed a large black folded knife in his hand. The report said he put the knife to her throat. Robert Bo Diddley Ball, 49, made her sit on the bed while he watched TV. Ball told his wife she better not give him any trouble or he would kill her. At 5 p.m., he made his wife drive him to Golden Corral. Well, that's class. Shout out to Dexter. He loves that place. Uh, after dinner, he took her. To, you think that when they went to go to Corral, the black couple was in the back seat, and that's why they really jumped out. Uh, shout out, shout out to that commercial. Yeah, and that go to Corral. You know what? <laughs> they don't show the knife, but that's what happened. No, <laughs> but that's what happens. We gonna go to go to Corral. Y'all hungry? Uh, this nigga got a knife. You one, two, three. <laughs> jump. Yeah, for real. No. Oh, that commercial you talk about. When yeah, they when they the jump at the back seat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they made them eyes at each other like, Mm-mm, Mm-mm, fuck this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this. This is not like it's going to end well. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Karen. Were you going to say something? No, I'm about to say she was at a golden crowd full of people. You mean tell me she couldn't have like walked, got a manager or something? You know what I mean? Like Maybe separate. they just thought he had a steak knife. So I'm waiting on my steak the whole dinner. <laughs> Even with appetizers, when we get our I, drinks, I, I ordered salad. But I'm waiting on my steak. <laughs> I wait as long as it takes till you to love me. Um, so uh, they went after dinner. He took her to Walmart. It, well, this dude is so classy. Oh, wait, I have to top of the line. Top of the line. Go ahead, uh, Rob. Might have to change my gas. Uh, you just threw Walmart in there, nigga. He went to go to Corral. Then he took her to Walmart. Uh-oh. Well, he bought her a new pair of shoes, the report states. He got impatient in the checkout line, so they went to register in the garden center. 
Um, yeah, so he knew about that secret, so he been in Walmart a lot. Yeah, that's what we do. We were yeah, like, fuck that. That's we the move. Been, we going back here with the grills, but we know don't nobody be back here. <laughs> that's the, the Walmart. That's that Walmart move. You're like, why are you checking out a PlayStation in the grill, in the grill section? Cause I ain't gotta wait. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's real. You know what? He bought her some shoes, so when she fall, at least she fall in some pretty shoes. If not, if they from Walmart. On the way there. With new shoes. Yeah, they be new and that's it. On the way there, the report states he told her, remember, I have the knife in my pocket, so don't show your ass. They came home about 7 p.m. There was a knock on the door. Robert Ball answered. It was Janet Ball's father, James Hubbard, 74. He wanted to know what was going on. Robert uh, Bodidley Ball yelled and cursed at Hubbard. And the report states Janet Ball screamed a warning that her husband had a gun in the house. Robert Ball pulled out the knife. Hubbard reached into reached in the house and grabbed his daughter. They ran for his car and jumped in. Janet Ball turned to see her husband standing in the doorway with a rifle aimed at the car. He later told deputies that uh or she later told deputies. She and her father heard a gunshot but didn't see where the bullet went. No one was hurt. That well she was hurt when she got hit inside the fucking face. What the fuck is up with these articles forgetting that women are getting beat? I told you. Man. They're like, she got ran over with the car. Uh, he was charged with drunk driving, and no one was hurt in the incident. I'm like, what the no. fuck? If 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 that been like a small shit zoo got got shot. Oh shit! Wait a minute. Oh no, we got to be on top of this. Yeah, he shot at the dog. He was charged with uh, murder. This um, is Richard Pryor esque, man. It is, man. Like, it's a long ass day for her. I feel sorry for her. Yeah, uh, Robert Bodilly Ball then ran into the street on fire from a crack pipe accident, and was seen <laughs> was seen doing. <laughs> Was seen doing stand up on the Sunset Strip uh, two weeks afterwards. Um, so uh, yeah, she, he was arrested at his house Wednesday on charges of aggravated assault, false imprisonment, domestic battery, and tampering with a witness. Uh, guess the race of Robert Bodidley Ball. You guys both sticking with black? Yep. All right, let me check the chat room see what they believe. Um, let's see. Uh, suit, purple suit, gator wearing, gold tooth having, diddly diddly pimping ass pimp. <laughs> Eat the cake anime black. He haw white. Uh, eat the any cake eat the, anime. Yeah, black? eat the cake anime. <laughs> he haw white. Spanish fly. Lucky strike. Oh, oh, these are all um people people that hang out with Mike. By the way, uh, uh, let me see. Spanish fly. Lucky strike. Good game. Black. Trinidad James black. Oh shit. <laughs> Cat Williams. Ice tea. Light skin black. So he bought three steaks at dinner, two for consumption, and one for her eye. That's Don Magic Wand Black. Uh, 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 it's love, Karen. Okay, I don't know. Walmart got a cheap pharmacy in Alavero. Mm-hmm. Blacker than Rob Parker at a Black Panther barbecue with a 40 ounce. Yeah, he wasn't no corny, brother. The correct answer is white. What? White. It was, was a white man was white the whole time, y'all. Bo Diddley. <laughs> And everything. That was M. Dice Salomon type ending and shit. Yeah, man. And I'm glad to end on this note because if you made it this far, you're like, I can't believe these racist motherfuckers talking all this shit about these white people. And then you get to that article, you're like, I was racist myself. Because you, <laughs> you secretly thought he was black too. Everybody listening secretly was like, that's a nigga. And then it's a white man and you part of the problem. Anyway, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> Shout out to Robin Key for being on the show, man. It's been so long since like, we got to talk to you, man. I didn't get that. Any of my random thoughts and shit, I don't care. Nope. Uh, it was just cool. We love having y'all on. Hanging out with y'all. We missed the show, we but it's lots. good to know that y'all guys are doing well and everything's going good, man. 
Hey, thanks for having us on, man. I was listening. I've been catching up on your shows, and I feel so happy. I'm so proud of y'all for for keep elevating the level. Like once I think you get to the next level, then you go to the next very next level. And I just appreciate the community. First and foremost, I appreciate the community. You guys help create the podcast community is probably as strong as ever. And everybody in the podcast community got to owe you. You know, we appreciate what you guys do for everybody. But Key, I sell drugs in the community. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> no, no. Well, see, there's some people that appreciate that too, so it's all good. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you very much, man. We appreciate it. Uh, we ain't trying to be the black guy who goes to jail. Right. We the black tip. Right. There's nobody was so afraid about them damn handcuffs. The black guy who calls the police and leaves tips. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, um, we appreciate you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the black guy who gets stitches. Um, so yeah, man, make sure you guys follow them on Twitter, Atypical Sports. At, at, what was what was yours, Rob? It was uh, at Expose Your Biz. Expose Your Biz. At Expose Your Biz. Make sure you check him out, man. He's exposing his business to everybody out that, there. That sounds like a porn name. He will, that, if, you know if you're a girl, it, it works on so many levels. If you want to get exposed uh, with a Facebook <laughs> presence, social media presence, I got a staff that'll do that for you. And if you want to just get butt naked on Twitter, send me a picture. <laughs> <laughs> got you covered. I'm talking about that. I was either like, way, either way, you exposed. All right, just direct message <laughs> no, me, sure, ladies. In all seriousness, though, but I really appreciate you guys letting us on the show and that you guys invite us back. I mean, I know me and Key get excited. We always talk about, like we said earlier, about you know doing the show again and stuff and what it's like to go on you guys' show. Really, kind of brings that energy back that we love and just being able to sit here and talk shit and just you know not take things seriously. You gotta love it, and I appreciate you guys setting that avenue for us to do that. So oh, thanks man. a lot. No problem, Anytime. dude. Just glad y'all did it. Yes. Of course, um, don't forget theblackouttips.com for all your blackout tips needs. We still. Have have the voting for your the tippies so you can nominate people yep, and nominate these guys yeah nominate your favorite guests man and then we'll have voting in january uh don't forget also uh you can donate to the show from there check out the about section for all the contact information it's right there fingertips the blackoutists.com slash about like us on facebook five star reviews on itunes you guys know the drill by this point don't forget we were sponsored by shadow dog productions they have a sale going on from now until Christmas, ten percent off of everything, everything, and uh, and they won't kick you out if you buy some a, a dollar. Yeah, right. And uh, also, don't forget that you can go to AdamandEve.com, put in the code TBGWT, and get fifty percent off of one item, free shipping, three free DVDs, and a free sensual gift. I can't even tell you about. Enjoy your sexy, sexy Christmas, people, yep, because you know it. Adam and Eve is trying to help you out on that. Um, so we'll see you guys on Thursday at five. I be- I'm not sure if Justin will be back or not, but we'll we'll work it out and we'll let you guys know. Uh, so until then, love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Like this and like that, you know. It's like this and like that, you know. It's like this and like that, you know. 